Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's wrong? Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters, and I think this might be the worst episode of Power Rangers. <laughs> Who, who's excited? Uh, this week joining... Or, uh, hi, I'm Zach. Hello. Joining me this week, we've got Mike. Hi. I wasn't expecting this show to make me really uncomfortable two weeks in a row, but here we are. <laughs> we've got Matt. Well, maybe Matt. we don't. <laughs> We've got Matt. Uh, hi, guys. Hi. Uh, hey. Hey. Hey, hey Matt. Hey, did, I watched Power Rangers. I spent... I watched I watched this episode twice. Why, Why did you, you do that? that? <laughs> because I thought I was tripping balls when I watched it the first time. I thought I had accidentally swallowed about five Advil too many and needed to, like, call doctor. Wait, do you trip balls if you take too many Advil? No. You okay. don't. I, I think you okay, just have good. liver failure at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I know if you take too many um, aspirin, it causes acidosis, and that's bad Neither news. is good. We've also yeah. got Luke. Hi, I watched this episode zero times. I'm excited to see what the hubbub's about. <sighs> God damn it. And no, that, no, that's the right call. <laughs> that's the right move. You know, I, I, this one, yeah. I kind of want us to keep score of, like, like, on average, how many times do we do this podcast without... Luke having seen the episode. Oh, it's frequently. I, 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 I'm starting to think you, you skip more episodes than you see. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. I think it's like one in three, one in I, four. I'm going to guess it's like a 60% ratio. Ooh, and I mean, really? listen, by the time we're done talking about things, I will have seen the episode. Yeah. Also, I want to, I, I need to introduce our, our, our guest, but real quick before I do that, I will say... I've done this show at least twice without watching the episode, <laughs> and I'm the guy who does the summary, what, so what it's am, okay. <laughs> what am I up to? I think I'm up to once or twice. It's not that many. Am I the only person on this podcast who's never pulled that shit? Apparently. <laughs> so, yeah. God. Uh, so, also, joining us this week for the first time on the main show, though he's been on some bonus stuff, uh, we have our buddy Kendall from War and Beast. How you doing, buddy? 
I just want to say that on War and Beast, if one of our hosts hasn't watched the episode, we wait to record until they have. Oh, well, that's why? professional. Here at Teenagers with Attitude, <laughs> we uh, we're so deep in it that we just can't be bothered to give a single shit. <laughs> We recently had a guest come on because uh, there was a, a thing in the first season where anytime the aliens showed up, the um, the it was other something or it was like OV. All the initials to the episodes were the same, so the guy the guest watched the wrong episode. So we we just we just said okay, we'll start in twenty minutes. <laughs> See, nope, we would have just kept trucking because <laughs> because nothing stops teenagers with attitude. Which uh, speaking of which. There is a tree laying in my front yard that almost hit my house, but I don't need to deal with it right now because I have to fucking talk about Power Rangers. I'll <laughs> awesome. take care of that awesome. later. Nothing stops teenagers with attitude, even <laughs> things that really should stop teenagers yeah, with attitude. Exactly. Also, also, I watched the I watched the uh, episode twice, once on my flat scene, screen and once on my CRT TV, just to get the, the correct experience. Oh my god, Jesus. Great, Can we great. kick this person off our podcast? <laughs> no, we cannot. <laughs> so Kendall, okay, I promise to behave. I promise to behave. So Please Kendall, don't. speaking hey, of I which, just want to tell the listeners, because it, like I don't, it, it, maybe it's on the backup, but I don't think we really got it anywhere. We were talking about the Twilight Zone for some fucking reason, and yeah. Kendall was insisting that the Twilight Zone <laughs> was just slightly better than Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. He did put it above Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I mean, okay. <laughs> like, uh, fair, like, if we talk about this fairly, the Twilight Zone absolutely has peaks that tower over Power Rangers, but it's got some, it's got a lot of stinkers. And maybe yeah. if you took it, uh, like, if you, like, averaged all of its episodes, it might only be slightly better. No. No, what even if you include you like you the fail, like the three failed relaunches or whatever, oh, yeah, especially if you or, throw those in, or the part where the Twilight Zone movie actually killed someone. Wait, what? When they were producing it. Yeah, Wait, there was like a helicopter. No, there was like a helicopter shot, and it didn't go good. Some it, people yeah, it died. Killed an actor yeah. the... it, it killed an actor and two children. And okay, damn. It, it went okay, bad. That's... Right. Yeah, so, that so would I, have I mean, Power Rangers that. hasn't ever, well, a Power Ranger has killed someone, but that's different. <laughs> that's I was going to make that joke, but I felt like that was that would be in poor taste. <laughs> yeah, as, as far as you know, the actual production of Power Rangers has not killed anyone. <laughs> as far as we know. So, Kendall, Even it's tried. Why, don't, why don't you tell us about your history with Power Rangers? Okay, so, um, I watched it when I was a small child, um... From, uh, it like, you know, came out about, I was roughly kindergarten, preschoolish aged. Uh, I dropped off around, um, midway through Zio, uh, because I was too cool for Power Rangers. Right. I was oh, in yes, third grade. And then, um, when I got to the age where I could go home from school without going to daycare, I started watching, uh, In Space was syndicated. And it was like, that was like one of the shows that got me really into, like, Kind of, or it directed me towards like my love of cheesy sci-fi. So yeah, uh, there's a lot of that in there. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I I revisited it uh, about a year ago. I I was like, okay, I need something to be able to get me through this show because I won't be able to just binge the episodes. And so I googled Power Rangers podcast, Fantastic. and yours was the first one to come up. Hey. Yes, SEO. Um, <laughs> so uh, yep, I'm so, actually uh, shocked that I ours was listening. the first to come up. Yeah, really? Holy shit! How do we get that SEO going? <laughs> cool. So, so do you? So you 
have you seen anything past uh, space in space, or is that kind of where it stops so, for you? So I have, in modern times, as an adult, I I watched RPM uh, with oh. my wife. Okay, um, and she really enjoyed it, and I really enjoyed that. And then um, because that was so good, we watched Dino Charge, or we're like working our way through Dino Charge, and uh, also watching Ninja Steel kind of as it comes out. Nice. Uh, Dino Charge is pretty good. Ninja Steel, uh, mm. <laughs> so hey, it's well, it's it's like Dino Charge if Dino Charge was worse. Yeah, hey, we'll talk it's about kind of it like in how Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is like the Twilight Zone. Uh, yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh, we better not be talking about that fucking <laughs> bullshit in thirty years. If, if, if no, <laughs> you know, Matt, you you like as much as we joke about our podcast curse, you actually don't like. I won't kill you. If you stop showing up on this show, no, like, no, it's the fucking, fine. The show will kill me. <laughs> something, because something in this fucking show is going to give me an aneurysm and I'm going to die. I'm just going to die. They're going to find my body. I'm going to be covered in my own spit and it's going to be bad. I think Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is about as old as Twilight Zone was when Mighty Morphin Power Rangers started. Oh, oh my God. God. That is Don't probably that. true. Don't say that. Yeah. That's probably true. I can't deal with oh, those words works. that you just said. Oh, no. <laughs> so... Let's uh let's move on to talking about things. I do have some things to talk about this week. Talking about things. One extremely brief one that is only very tangentially related to Power Rangers, but I wanted to mention it because I think it would be cool, which is that um, R.J. Seiler, who played Billy in the Power Rangers movie, uh, has recently been talking on Twitter and some places have picked it up that he would like to be Miles Morales in the MCU. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. that. Yeah. And I think he'd do a great job at yeah, that. I mean, so. he definitely wasn't the reason that movie sucked. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd I be a shame he, if that turd tanked his career. I don't think that's going to happen to any I don't of think, I don't think it will. Yeah, he's not. He wasn't the like like you said. He if I disagree that the movie sucked, but he also right. wasn't a bad. And I I mean I don't think like uh well I think we talked about this before too. Usually bad actors are well, usually actors are not the ones that are blamed for movies tanking. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean I think I think like I mean when you think of like actors that get that their career goes down the toilet because of movies being bad, like you think of like Ahmed Best. Uh, oh, as Jar Jar Banks, and sure. I'll bet that I'll bet that Michael B. Jordan has struggled since uh, oh. since um, uh, Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. I th- didn't yeah. he do Creed like right after Fantastic think, Four though? Yeah, oh, that's right. That probably yeah, 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 that he, probably yeah he did an Academy Award winning. Did it win Academy Was it Awards? after or was it right know. before? It was at it least was, nominated. It was after. I'm pretty. It was sure. probably in production. Like yeah, when, it might have been. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm almost. I'm. Almost 100% positive Creed came out after the Honestly, Fantastic the Four. only movie that I can think of as, as like, widely being considered to have uh, sunk someone's career was Jack Frost with, uh, was that Michael Keaton? That really terrible... Oh, Michael yeah. Keaton's career was already kind of on a downturn because he he had been basically Tim Burton's golden boy for a long time, and that... Yeah, like, I, I, can't, I can't think of a movie that has tanked an actor's career. I can think of ones where, like... An actor did a string of shitty movies that were just them getting a paycheck, and then they right. lost their reputation. That happens to everyone, except as we discussed last week, uh, Adam Sandler, like, who just continues well, to make bad movies well, that's forever. Because Adam Sandler has his own production company, <laughs> right? Exactly. He doesn't have to worry about uh, someone hiring him. He hires <laughs> yeah. himself. I, 
I can confirm Creed did come after uh, Fantastic Four. It was like yep. Fantastic Four was like the late summer, early fall, and then Creed came out at Thanksgiving. Okay, so yeah, so he it probably overwrote any bad like juju yeah, from. I'd imagine so, uh, but theoret like from I that could, movie, I could so. see somebody from that movie. Um. Oh, the guy that the guy from the other guy from that movie. Oh, uh, Miles hasn't done stuff. Teller is that his name? I, I don't know the guy from the movie where he played the drums. <laughs> yes, yeah, I think that's Miles Teller, and he has not been in much lately. So it does happen, but I don't think any of those people were the reason why that movie was. I mean, but also, like, let's just say historically. Guys who end up playing the Human Torch in bad Fantastic Four movies end up doing Turns okay. Out, turn out okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And also specifically end up in Marvel movies apparently because he's going to be in Black <laughs> Panther. Yeah. So let's uh, let's. I have one more thing to talk about, which is um, so Victor Perfecto on Twitter, uh, who's also responsible for my favorite piece of fan art which we've ever gotten, which was Rita drinking margaritas. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, sent yeah. Me this, this information about us talking about the uh, the pitch video last week, uh-huh. Luke. I know you were on there. I can't remember who else was. Yeah. Um. But uh, basically, uh, if you apparently, I think it might have actually promo- been two weeks ago when we had that discussion because I yes, was, weeks ago. It, was yep. it was on the episode that just went up. Yes, exactly. Um. So basically, he had tried to pitch the show before which we we've talked about he, he tried to pitch sentai as an americanized show for years um but a promo folder uh, as part of like the materials he was shopping around apparently went up on ebay not too long ago uh-huh. uh for using bioman which was the sentai i think like maybe two before Zhu ranger oh, okay and uh the characters that are listed are the ones from that um Pitch video. Oh, huh. Uh, and also the uh, Peebo, the robot from the that Sentai, was renamed Alpha Five. So, like, they clearly wanted to keep uh, a robot. They had that in plan for a long time. Which is, you know, there is no robot sidekick in Zhu Ranger, right. but they they took that forward anyway. Right. Um, yeah. So, so most of the names are still the same, although and including the fact that the Red Ranger was turned into Victor Lee. Apparently, Trini's last name was originally going to be Crystal. Yeah, I think that was also in that video as well, but the Trini first name was still the same. Uh, the other thing he mentions is that in Bio uh, in Bioman, the Yellow Ranger is a photojournalist. Uh, and also, he, he mentions considering that they stuck to the team having a robot sidekick because of Bioman, it's possible that the reason there's a Lady Yellow Ranger is also a carry carryover. Because oh, Zhu uh, Ranger does not have a Yellow Lady Ranger. It's not um, just because of math. Right. So I think that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, he, he also points out something that I never put together before, which is that the the show premiered the year after Jurassic Park came out, which couldn't have hurt. Yeah. Like, hey, dinosaur robots. Right, right, right. <laughs> What's up? Instead yeah, fuck, of, you know, the kids the- are all into dinosaurs now. Shit. What have we got? Right, instead of Bioman, which I don't know what the Bioman robots were, but they weren't dinosaurs, probably, that's for sure. Probably mans. So probably mans, yeah. They were probably Bioman. I mean, from the look of things, it was probably kind of robot themed. I do also Bioman is very funny to me because that's just a guy. Like a biological man. Right. As opposed to a Cyberman. Right. Yeah. Okay, got it. <laughs> 
so yeah, I, I I thought that was interesting, kind of a follow up to our, our um, yeah, that is interesting. Our information on that weird ass clip uh, from the from the YouTube's. That's it. I don't have. There's not that much going on in in Power Rangers news right now. So or or really information. Maybe next week I'll dig up another key grip or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Did that Power Rangers brawler ever come out? Yeah, it came out as a bad. Got like we a three on it? Metacritic. I, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> don't don't waste your fucking. Yeah, money I mean, I I, I appreciate that you don't want to waste money on it. We did say <laughs> we'd stream it. Well, we lied. Given what I know about the quality of that game, I bet it doesn't have online play. I can go find out though. Okay. I'll, I'll look into it. No, we'll let's see. just say we lied and move on with our lives and not spend <laughs> money on cheap video let's games. Say please. we lied. Oh, yeah. I see. I, I thought you meant lie and say we looked and it doesn't. Because no, no one no, would no, ever no. Ch- no, just double be check with us. People. Say, hey, <laughs> um, we were just bullshitting around. We're not actually going to do that. We lied. Sorry. If it was good, I would do it. Or yeah, well, no, honestly, if even good, if it was bad, mind. if it had online play so we could actually like play together, it no, would probably I make for a good no, let's play. I'm not, no, I'm not playing that fucking game. I'm not <laughs> spending money on shitty video games that suck and then playing them and then figuring out they suck after everyone tells me they suck. I don't hold on, do I'm, Hold on, I'm opening Steam right now and I'm going to see if it has oh online <laughs> So there's, um, there's only, it looks like there's only three Bioman Zords. One looks like an aircraft carrier. One oh, is yes. uh, 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 another thing, and one's a jet. Hey, wait. Did we... Was Bioman the one that we did with Josh? No, that like? was Change Man. Oh, you're right. Okay. Or, or Changeymon, I guess is how you're supposed to say it. Some of the earlier Zords were, like, just vehicles, which, like, makes sense, I guess. Um, but... Let's uh let's go ahead and move on to the episode. Uh as soon as I type in Power Rangers <laughs> What? <laughs> Why? Just move on to the so fucking episode. Before, Stop. B- before we get to the actual episode, I wanna throw out a bit of trivia about this episode. Uh the episode we're about to talk about is on IMDB the lowest rated episode of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, wow. And what is the title of this episode? It is called The Great Bukala Escape. It is season two, episode 36. <laughs> and it is a fucking it's train a- wreck. Before we start, Bukala is really fun to say. <laughs> it's, it's a good nonsense word. Like, that is enjoyable. I like that part. One of the best parts of this is... Well, we'll get into it. We're gonna. It's sort on saying Bukala. Yeah, well, yeah, that, and also the fact that he's a Bukala from Planet Bukala. Yeah. <laughs> you know what from though? The planet of the same name. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do want to say though, having looked at this list a bit more closely, um, I'm actually taking the fact that this is the lowest rated episode on IMDb as rated by users with a bit of a grain of salt because I'm looking at the list and no clowning around is near the bottom. So fuck all y'all. That's my <laughs> yeah, favorite no, episode. No, this epi- that's fair, but this episode is actually fucking nasty trash. <laughs> well, let's talk about it. So yeah. this episode opens uh, in the park, and we are playing Frisbee because we're friends, and that yeah, is how and, you show okay, that we're friends. Oh, God, friends. what's that? What's that? We've already <laughs> transitioned into the next shot. Literally. Less than five yeah, seconds. Yeah, so it's, it's Adam, Billy, and Aisha, and... A spaceship comes down, and you would think that would be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> now, why is that? 
Because typically spaceships are large. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, In -hmm. this case, the spaceship is about the size of... I don't know. A big salad bowl. A big... Did you say a big salad? A big salad bowl. Yeah, it's it's like two salad bowls taped together. It's about about the size of a Seinfeld episode. (laughs) It probably is two uh, salad bowls taped together, to be fair. So... Yeah, it it cruises like down over the rangers who all duck, and Aisha. Is, okay, I think Aisha's acting is fine. I think it's gotten a little bit better since the first episode. The she delivers the line, "Whoa, nearly gave me a haircut," and then the camera holds on her for like three seconds while mm-hmm. she just sort of stares at nothing. <laughs> okay, that's that's not her fault. I actually want to point something out about this episode because this is going to be a thing with several shots as we get later on in the episode. I th- I think th- the editor was struggling to fill for time because there are so many shots in this episode where the shot begins before anyone starts acting. And yes. the shot ends after everyone you, stops acting. That's, exactly. That's weird because they cut the Zord summoning sequence short. Yeah, it is weird. because. But you're right, though, Mike. You can like see the point at which the acting switch turns on, and then it turns off after they're finished, and the camera continues to go. Yeah, there's a shot later in the in the command center with uh, with Tommy, uh, Kimberly, and Rocky, and like they do, they start they start far away from the Rangers and do a slow zoom in toward the Rangers, and shortly before they actually get the Rangers, you can see, like, you can see, like, Steve Cardenas, like, nod a little bit, like he's gotten his cue, and then say his line. (laughs) Great. So, we cut to Bulk and Skull, who are reading a book about UFOs, and it, it ascribes to aliens superpowers, basically. The ability to fly unassisted, disappearance on command, and super strength, which I will note... The Power Rangers only have one of those things. I guess teleporting might count as disappearance on command. They definitely Sometimes get... they can fly. Oh, wait, they can fly. I forgot. Fuck. And How I could mean, you even forget if they about can't... jetting? <laughs> and I mean, even if they can't fly, it's been established that they can jump like fucking eight feet. I know. Kobe's I'm just mad together, I forgot so. they can fly. They can leap, leap tall buildings in a single bound. In just yeah. one. <laughs> so also... Really quickly, I want to point out Bulk's sunglasses because they're so fucking stupid. They're they're sunglasses that have those flip up lenses, except that the ones that are not flipped up are still also uh, polarized. Yeah, they're 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 sunglasses that you could flip up to reveal more sunglasses, and when he flips them down, he has double sunglasses on. He's double cool. But yeah, that's how it works. (laughs) So. He he has decided based on this that the Power Rangers must be from space. And then the fucking spaceship comes down and I want to okay, I know that the the bad guys are aliens and Zordon's an alien, but like is this the first time that like casual aliens happen in it, this I think series? so. It is, but I can forgive the idea that the Power Rangers aren't freaked out about it because aliens are just a normal part of life for them. I guess so. I mean, yeah. I mean, Madam Wo, like Madam Wo, was just like we- Rita's friend. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Here's here's the thing. I'm actually, conversely, like it's it it's stupid that they still act like Bulk and Skull are silly for reading this book on UFOs and trying to make like symbols on the ground to signal aliens. Like the Earth has been 
under assault. Yes, yeah. yeah. From beings yeah. from another planet for a year and a half now. Yeah. By an alien warlord, basically. Two separate alien warlords, actually. Yeah. yeah I mean, you're right. It, like, the UFOs have landed. Aliens, like, there's no yeah. more question for any of this shit. Like, just, we are not alone. Except yeah. for that, except for that, I, I looked. I was a kind of a little bit of a UFO buff. I watched some History Channel specials in high school. Oh, okay, I listened good. to some episodes of Coast to Coast AM. Nobody Ooh. said that you make random lines with white paint on grass will <laughs> will uh, summon the aliens. Yeah, that's true. So so we'll talk about that in just a second. But yeah, basically, um, I'm just I'm just saying though that like the the instant a space witch comes down on a flying penny farthing. And just makes a scene in the middle of downtown, cackling evilly about how she's going to conquer yeah. the earth. Like, like that question is settled at that. But point. also, Bulk still does his trademark, just assuming shit, which is that he sees this spaceship. Which also, I mean, maybe it's different in ninety. I mean, okay, yes, technology has advanced greatly since this episode came out. If I saw a little flying thing, I would be like, weird. Somebody must have like a weird remote control plane right. thing. Yeah, uh, I, drones weren't quite as common in 1994. I, they still had, like, model planes, though, didn't they? Like, this thing is not big. I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not sure. Uh, but they immediately, A, assume yeah. it's a spaceship. A, which it a is. tiny spaceship. <laughs> and which, B, assume it's the Power Rangers. Yes, but that's the bigger problem. Is they're like, <laughs> oh, the Power Rangers are in that tiny fucking box, I guess. So there's something I, I want to point out. This is kind of... This is another situation in which... Because the writers are so obsessed with having whatever Bulk and Skull are doing be thematically tied to whatever else is going on in the episode, even if narratively it has nothing to do with it, that as a consequence, every time Bulk has one of these weird bullshit theories, he's usually kind of right. Yes, that's <laughs> like, true. He never has yeah. it 100%, but he's usually somewhere on the right track if he didn't like give up on every plan at the end of the episode. I mean, one time they figured out who the Power Rangers were. Like, straight up they did, then they got their brains wiped. So, like, they're on the right track, but, yeah, so, okay, they're, they're like, oh, I, I took pictures of the Power Rangers, I got it on film, and Skull's like, no, I, I didn't put the film in here, it's the, it's jokes. <laughs> um, we cut to the moon, and Zed has apparently been tracking this alien, oh, oh I'm sorry, it's not on the moon, he's no. already in the Serpentera cockpit, I forgot about that part, <laughs> um, and he says, like, oh, the little alien thinks he got away, but I know where he crashed. Angel Grove. Yes, what a fucking surprise. And also, he says, his diamond power source shall be mine. Zed, why the fuck do you care about diamonds? Like, Well, it's a, it's a magic diamond that yes, powers spaceships. I, I know that they're going to explain that, but... They're tr- He's yeah. actually speaking alien language. That's just the closest word to diamond that we would under to di- yeah. Diamond is the closest word to what he was saying. Gotcha. Okay, that's fair. It's a super. It's a super uh, super compressed carbon alloy. Okay, actually. got it. Got it. So okay, we cut back to the Rangers. Uh, they duck under this bad green screened tiny fucking space. <laughs> Guys, this is so stupid looking. Like, it really, it's about to get way dumber looking. Is the great part. I I disagree. I think it looks fine. I mean, it looks like um. I mean, it looks like a like a cheesy something from. Yeah, I was saying it looks like something that would okay. be come from okay. the Twilight Zone. I mean, okay, yeah. You know what this I, thing looks like? Mm-hmm. I synced watched this with a friend, and they said it looked like a tiny miniature model of Coruscant. <laughs> and after that, 
I couldn't unsee that. I'm on board with this little spaceship thing. It's when we get to what's inside the spaceship we run into yeah, problems. Yeah, okay, yeah, fair, yeah. fine. Yes, the the spaceship, I mean, it looks like a, t- a model of a spaceship, which, like, okay. Well, actually, it looks like two salad bowls glued together with some with shit With some on shit it. glued on top of it. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. true. It also looks like that. Uh, so, it, also, it also looks better on CRT. Like, oh, God damn I it. mean. <laughs> well, no, 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 that's a fair point, like. It, this was not made for HD broadcasting. It makes sense that it would look shittier if you're not yeah, look, yeah. watching it on a CRT. And that I'm not going like to try to only say that a couple times, but uh, <laughs> this is an instance. This no, is I an mean, instance it, it where you notice the difference. Because like these these effects are not meant to stand up to what we're how we're watching them. That is totally true. Uh, but also it when they walk up to it, it literally looks like they taped a plastic. Uh, um, like jewelry diamond. I actually, it looks like a chaos emerald. I know that we've had too much uh fucking un unwanted Sonic the Hedgehog talk, but it looks like a pow- uh, a chaos. There's emerald. a part oh, yeah, later where they give the supervillain a fake version of the diamond, and all I could think about was Sonic Adventure Two. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, it, it is. Oh god, it, it is shaped yeah. like a chaos emerald because that's a standard jewel shape. Yes, but I it's know. Like, it is because chaos emeralds are shaped like diamonds. Yes, for some <laughs> right. reason. But it's like it's got a hole in it, and it's full of beads. Like it's hollow, and it's full yeah, of beads. It's, <laughs> it's filled with like, yeah, beads, little beads. It looks ridiculous. Adam walks up to it and immediately tries to touch the alien spaceship because he's good at Power Ranger. You would feel the heat. Like you would feel the heat coming off. I kind of like the uh, the sort of uh, the the smoking crater that they've like built for this thing. Oh yeah. Because like they they bothered to dig like a trail in the dirt that like it men- means to indicate that as the ship crashed it like skidded a little bit. Yeah, that's nice. That's a nice yeah. touch. Uh, also, also it's literally on fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Billy <laughs> touches it, and, or I'm sorry. Billy says it looks like some sort of intergalactic transport. <laughs> And then, here's, the, here's, uh, here's the thing, though. Like Billy can't really look down on Adam for this because the last time a hot thing fell from the sky, he touched Billy it. touched it. Yeah, I do remember <laughs> that. So yeah, uh, then then it falls apart because Aisha looks down and there's a Kabuki doll just sitting in there, like a little Kabuki doll. Yep. And she's like, "It's a doll." And then Billy <laughs> says, "The monitor would suggest there's a heartbeat." What is he talking is he about? Looking, That's yeah, a great what question. What the fuck is he looking at? I, I think I think he's looking at like a there's like a monitor like inside like a like a little at a, a little mini terminal inside of the ship. But why would How that suggest would it's got a there's there's a lot of like fake electronic horseshit in there because he's hibernating and it would it would show his vital signs. Yeah, he's on okay. life support, kind of. He's, he's he's in cryosleep. He's in this doll's in cryosleep. Yeah, that's basically what they say, and. It's never, like, said this way, but from what I understand, how this alien travels through space is that it turns into an inanimate doll, gets in a tiny spaceship, and then that way he won't age? Question mark? He's not supposed to be inanimate. Like, it, it oh, looks okay. like a doll, but they want us to believe that he's still alive. He's just small. And, and like, actually, this, is, this isn't really a new sci-fi concept. The idea, that, like, well, okay, how can we transport something across no. across like the vast distances of space we'll just fucking shrink it and it'll be easier to move mm-hmm. yeah and also also the idea, idea. Of, just the idea of having aliens that are sort of at a different scale than humans they're oh, definitely sure. i mean there definitely they... are lots of short stories 
where there's aliens that show up and they're way too small. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, my, my single favorite joke from Hitchhiker's Guide, that alien race that declares right. war on the Earth, but it's so small it gets swallowed by a dog. <laughs> yep, I remember that. Hey, Speed of the Twilight Zone, that's an episode of the Twilight Zone. All right, good, good. So, <laughs> uh, so Billy's like, maybe he was on a big space voyage, and... Uh, Aisha's like, it's alive? No, it's a doll. It's just a doll on Space Voyage. <laughs> yes, it's alive. Um, they Then Billy is like, clearly this diamond is the power source because all intelligent species just stick their like power battery taped to the outside of their spaceship. I've got this big vulnerable generator <laughs> I'm just going to bolt to the top of the thing. He, he probably saw it on the monitor. Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> on the you. Tiny monitor. Fuck right off. <laughs> So Billy Billy calls Zordon and is like, hey, an alien came down. I, I figured you might want to know about it. And Zordon just goes, oh, that makes sense, because Serpentera's been coming toward you this whole yeah, time. Oh, yeah, by yes. the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it literally goes like, oh, that explains why Serpentera's coming. Oh, I was going to tell you, I promise. Uh, <laughs> like, again, Zordon... Yeah, I know sometimes you forget to tell them about, like, putties, whatever. Serpentera can blow up planets. You should probably <laughs> tell them. Like, it's pretty important. God, they still don't have a way to actually fight Serpentera, either. The way to fight Serpentera is to wait till it runs out of batteries. <laughs> like, that, that's, that is something that has happened multiple times on this show. And actually, they lampshade it later, which is pretty good. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's too hot to touch, so they get a blanket, because if something is so hot that when you touch it, uh, it burns you, what you should do is put it in on, like, flannel. Like, that's a really good idea. <laughs> Again, I'd like to reiterate, it is literally on fire. I mean, Zach, haven't you ever heard of a pot holder? I do have a pot holder, but it's made of, like, rubber. Yeah, uh, mine okay, are all made of flannel. Cool of pot holders. Have you never yeah. seen that before? I I know not really. What? Have you never have you wait, never what? like wait, taken wait, a taken a covered dish to a potluck and wrapped it in a blanket? Okay, that's true. That's fair. <laughs> like yeah, there's nothing wrong with what they're doing here. The problem is is Adam goes to get the blanket. Serpentera starts fucking shooting at them with lightning. Right. Hey, my my wife would like to point out as long as the blanket is not polyester, then then it would be bad. Also, it wasn't a meteor. If it was a meteor, you. Also, yes, if well, it was sure. as hot yeah. as it should actually be, they should not be able to be near it. Of course. That's, if it was just a wool blanket. Okay, but if it was wool, is fine. Thank you. Okay. I'm pretty sure it actually is a wool blanket. Yeah, okay, like fine. That. I'm an idiot. Well, okay. I really hope you're tracked out all of that. I really do. <laughs> I gotta you know, say, I gotta say, um, I'm sort of checking off all the boxes on, on Teenagers with Attitude, and that was one of the big ones <laughs> pointed one out. Of, one of one time I asked my wife if I put aluminum foil in the oven, would it melt? And that wasn't a joke question. I wasn't sure. Oh, buddy. <laughs> so so let's, why do you subject yourself to this? <laughs> so let's move on. Um, they c- go to the command center uh, oh, with wait. this. Oh, first well, they get shot at. Over. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, they get shot at. And b- before they go to the command center, speaking of people getting yelled at for dumb things, uh, Zed... Get, Zed yells at Goldar like, "You, you fucking missed, you asshole! I'm surprised you hit the Earth. It's only six thousand miles wide. Yeah, that's a good burn. And <laughs> they're they literally like thousands of miles out. Yeah, and, and he's, he's telling he's them, like, are they three individual people? <laughs> and and also, there's a bit, there's a good bit where, uh, as I said, they kind of lampshade this problem because 
Goldar's like, oh, sorry, it has to recharge now. And Zed is like, I swear, if you ever say the word recharge while we're in Serpentera, <laughs> I will beat your ass. Because, yeah, like, every time they use it, it doesn't, they run out of power too fast. Oh, you missed the target! I'm surprised you even hit the Earth! It's only 6,000 miles wide! We must recharge, Master! Don't even say it! I hereby proclaim no more using the word recharge! Ever again. Oh. I feel like I feel like Serpentera is like the Sega Nomad of of Zords. <laughs> Holy shit! God no, damn, okay. boy! It was a pull. I had a Sega Nomad. It was awesome. I had a battery pack for it that weighed like six pounds. It was just I'm, oh wow! With a battery pack like that, I'm assuming you got like maybe two hours on that. Yeah, thing? you know, it gave me a good like I don't you know. know could... The Sega Nomad's kind of just a late '80s, early '90s Nintendo Switch. Yeah, because Sega's way ahead of the times. Oh, yeah, except that the technology couldn't support it at all. Like- <laughs> but, I mean, that was the thing with the Game Gear, too, was... It, it, it was weird, it was... It, I think Atari had the same problem, and then later Sony with the PSP. Like, yeah. there's this weird trend of companies that aren't Nintendo being like, hmm, what are we going to do to make a mobile competitor to Nintendo? I know, let's make something bigger and more powerful. Wait, what's a battery? Yeah, so so here's the difference. Like the switch's power is battery or the switch's battery does not last very long. No. But also there are way more places to charge things and charging that thing does not take very long. That charging is true. the rechargeable battery on the game gear took like 8 fucking hours. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, the tech has, has changed, even though you still don't get that much time out of it. Yes. Um, Technology has moved forward in the last 30 years. Yes. Uh so we go to the command center. Uh, Zed is like, or I'm sorry, not Zed. Uh, what's his name? Zordon is like, we will co- communicate with the alien. And they pop the top on this little fucking spaceship. Cracking open a hot one with the boys, apparently. <laughs> yeah, and, and then Zordon is like, Billy, open the ship's forward hatch. We will attempt to communicate with the alien. Wow. What is it? He is called. La Bukala. La Bukala. La Bukala. From the planet of the same name. Everyone step back. Zordon saying a Bukala is. Just incredible. Awesome. It, it <laughs> sounds like a slur for a fictional race. <laughs> and I was like, are you, are you sure you're going to put the audio in the episode? Because you say you're going to do that a lot. Well, Eric wanted to edit it, edit this one, and I've already heard what he's going to do with that audio. So, yes, I'm positive that it's going in this time. <laughs> okay. Um, so, no, no, by the way, you folks, are not going to put the audio in. Oh, no, yeah. uh, you're right. I'm sorry. Course, I'm just going to take credit. Folks, credit. folks a, li- a little game for you, a little bit of an Easter egg. If Zach says some audio is going to go into the episode and then it actually gets in, Eric edited the episode for us. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Zordon either knows about this race previously or makes an amazing uh, uh, logic leap. Because, well, first of all, he says it's called a Bukala from a planet of the same name, which is, that's verbatim. That's a quote, which is a weird way to phrase it, but okay, fine. He only uh, wanted he to say t- Bukala once because he knew you would enjoy it too much. <laughs> he, he takes, he tells Billy to take the diamond off the top and just give it to this tiny doll. 
which he does, which causes the doll to get giant and, well, not giant, like people-sized. And then I mean, it's still pretty fucking big. It's well, a big old fucking kabuki bask monster. It's a kabuki monster, but its head is fucking huge. Like, it's yeah. so big. And Okay, you know what? I'm going to say something about this, and you're not going to be able to unsee it. Its eyes look dead. Well, yes. This is, oh, yeah. Because it's, this no, is clearly, I, it was a Japanese costume that got, like, it went through some shit. It oh, probably do, is, it probably was like stuck on an island with Tom Hanks for a while. <laughs> was this was this the original costume? I know you looked up the plot of the first one, um, Mike. I have it, to assume this was the original costume. I can't <laughs> imagine they bothered to make a new one for this. God damn it! Now I'm just imagining a castaway, except Wilson is this. Is fucking this thing's head? <laughs> yeah, it's, but it's just the head, not the rest of the body. Yeah, the giant kabuki head. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing, folks. Uh, this is from an episode of the Die Ranger where a monster, and we'll see what the original version of the monster was, was turning people into basically evil, possessed kabuki actors. And so this monster is a giant fucking kabuki mask. He's dressed in kabuki theater garb. He's holding the umbrella. All of that jazz. Real quick, kabuki he, is a traditional Chinese art form, in case you just don't know, because no, I, I, we didn't mention it. So Isn't it? Wait, isn't, isn't it Pretty Japanese? Sure it's Japanese buddy. Wait, is it? Okay, yeah. you're right. My my bad. I mean, I, I, I know how you got confused because like Die Ranger is right. generally like Chinese mythology That's theme, why but Kabuki is yeah, Japanese. Um, to razz you, but yeah, yeah. But so so yeah, so big old Kabuki mask, Kabuki garb with the, the the fucking kimono and and like a big old umbrella, all that jazz. But this show pretends that he's an alien, and the choice they make <laughs> is that he doesn't speak English, but he can slowly learn it by interacting with people. Mm-hmm. And so we have a giant kabuki actor monster speaking in broken English. Do not be alarmed. The Bukala is merely a traveler journeying to his home planet many light years away. Whoa. A universal traveler. A universal traveler. <laughs> the Bukala are very intelligent. He will imitate you and try to learn your language. Very strange creature. Very dang creature. <laughs> He's learning already. Learning. Oh, don't worry. We'll get you home. Oh. Worry. And it's really uncomfortable. Now, to be now, clear, why is that? It, <laughs> to be clear, he's not speaking with like a bad Jap- like a racist Japanese accent, but it's still not great. It's a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little little bit weird. They they give him like this kind of they give him like this kind of high pitched slow way of speaking and like the he gets like the words right but the syntax is busted like they're they're apparently going for like a Yoda thing yeah to me it looks it's yeah. like he's trying to talk like Yoda but uh, yeah obviously if if you give it is it is not as overtly racist as the stuff from last week but it's no. still uncomfortable I don't think it's I don't think it's as bad as last week full no, no no last I mean week. nothing Let me could be as racism bad as last for a second week. here okay go ahead. Um, so I actually, I kind of took it a little bit differently. I mean, I, I took it as a, I mean, yes, it is a, uh, an other thing that is speaking in, in broken English. And it also is, uh, something that looks Japanese, but I kind of like when I interact with people who speak in this type of broken English, um, in, in real life, you know, I have those are some of the people that I have the most respect for, and they do treat well, treat this character with immense respect throughout. You know, in the, Billy, sure. in the episode, and yes, that is yeah, true. So, so it's like, 
I, it's, I feel it's like more it's that I feel of, like this is an unintended yeah, effect. I, 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 yeah. I definitely think okay. that this was a, a bad uh, call this that comes th- off badly thing. and not like an intentional joke. Like if if the mm-hmm. show was yeah. slightly uh, meaner, then he would be saying like. Well, I'm not going to do that. But yeah, oh, that's not, that's not that. things he'd be saying if this show was racist. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like the biggest point of kind of in defense of the show is this show's already established if it wants to be culturally insensitive. Oh, right. Boy, that's the thing is we saw bullshit. what happens when they're like really being actually shitty. It's still not a yeah. good call to make this it's, this thing talk yeah, in broken still English, a little, but it's still a little questionable. But it kind of ends at a little questionable. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like yeah. it's teaching kids that if you meet someone who's in broken English, then that just means that they speak another language really well. And, and or might be incredibly generous to this show. And or I'm might be say. from space. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. And maybe yeah, they used or to have, be tiny. Or might have might have magical powers that let them yeah. uh, that let them create snow. <laughs> yeah, sure, of course. So, <laughs> so Aisha it. just out of nowhere has like the brilliant idea of like, hey, if Zed's chasing this guy, why don't we make a fake one and do a little switcheroo? This part this doesn't remind- make a ton of sense to me. <laughs> um, no, at face, this is sensible enough. I mean, she did put together that like at first she thought this guy was a doll. So just make a doll. Right. Yeah. And there's yeah. your decoy. It's pretty meta. Well, well, okay, so the idea of making a decoy is fine. How they do it d- later doesn't make a ton of sense. Well, we'll talk oh, about it when, when I, we get there. Oh, man, I got so much to say about that. Well, good. Uh, but, we'll, um, hold it for when But we did get anybody there. else remember? Did this remind anyone else of the episode? I think it's the Pamango episode where Billy just out of nowhere says, what if we distract him with his favorite food? Yes, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it's definitely one of those... Like, where did this come from? There's no, like, instigating... I, not, I don't think it's that bad. I, here's the thing. I, don't think it's I feel like either. the Pamango thing was pulled entirely out of its ass. <laughs> this this was just Aisha had an idea that actually kind of logically flows from A to B based on everything we've seen up until this point. Okay. It's still mm-hmm. silly, but it makes sense, like, how that character came to that conclusion. It's not as bad as the time that Zack decided to get that monster's beak stuck in rubber balls, question mark? For some reason, anyway. Or the time Zach said, "Hey, you know what? He keeps reflecting our our attacks. Why don't we just double reflect the attack? <laughs> yeah, let's just make shit up. Yeah. Or that so, time Zach said, "Well, hold on. You can't use a cloth to pick up something hot. <laughs> you. That's, a, that's a different Zach. <laughs> All right. So at this point, uh, they they decide we're gonna make this fake. Uh, we cut to. Th- Okay, so this isn't Billy's well, they also, workshop. They also agreed that it's, they're going to make a fake version of the diamond. That's yes. worth noting. Yeah, they're going to make a fake diamond and a fake uh, bukala. So according to IMDb, this is actually Skull's garage. So you know what that means? It means Bulk and Skull are out at the park and oh, doing all this crazy Billy's stuff just- trying to find the Power Rangers. And they could just go back to, if they were just <laughs> hanging out in Skull's garage, they'd be right there. Yeah, this is, you're right. We have seen this before. This is where they were when they were trying to get the... Uh, the, the space, the space dumps dumps are open. Are open. Yep. yep, yep. Uh, that is a good good pull. I did not notice. Um, but yeah, so Billy is irony. making uh, a new, a fake one. Um, yeah, he's he's like he's got a welder, and that's important. He's welding the ship back together, like because he's repairing the ship. And you know, we get we get stuff from from Bukala saying, "Oh, sparks, my ship. You'll make it like new, except a lot <laughs> more broken." Right. Uh, and we see Aisha making a doll. 
which, hey, remember who was super into dolls before? See, it- I didn't. I didn't think she was making a doll. I thought she like, because uh, she has taken over Trini's life. She like went. <laughs> she like borrowed a doll from <laughs> Trini's collection. Do you think? Thing, hold on, hold on. Do you think Aisha went and just kicked Trini's family out of their house? I mean, no. I think she's this living is with Trini's now. family. Oh yeah, she just moved in as their new daughter because because <laughs> what happened to our daughter? I'm your daughter now. I always have been. Don't ask questions. That's actually worth like discussing. Is like th- Wait, like what? here's we get the sense we get the sense that these are different characters because the actors deliver things differently and also we have object permanence. But like the show just pretends that like these are just the same people. If the if the old actors had not left, the Pachinko episode would have just been Jason. The Evil Mirror episode would have just been Zack. The Fire episode would have just been Trini. Oh, oh listen, the, the the Power Rangers are gaslighting Angel Grove to make them think that there has never been three other people. Like this has always been these three people. That it is the level to which everyone like. We even saw the other uh, the other episode a couple episodes ago where like Aisha was like Kim, you're my best friend. It's like y'all just fucking met, but I guess because you're training now, you you guys are best yeah. buddies. Okay, you guys are forgetting these are teenagers. Teenagers are constantly flaking. Like you've brought it up in previous episodes. Like suddenly, oh, suddenly uh, Rocky and Adam are teaching this karate class. I I worked in a little nonprofit coffee shop place. Uh, for a little while, and we had high school volunteers. It was never the same people two weeks in a row. Like people step up, <laughs> high schoolers step up, and then high schoolers you never see them again. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fine. Uh, in any case, this. Okay. So <laughs> they've they've made this. So, go ahead. Yeah, they made all the stuff. And Bukula's real excited about getting to go home. He's like, "I'm going to go back to Bukula like this," and he picks up a snow globe that's in this garage for some reason. And he's shaking. Yeah, yeah. It's like, see, it's like, it's like Bukula. You know what I keep? It. You know what I keep next to my tools in my garage is my snow globe connect collection. Also, I think I feel like Skull would do that. Okay, sure. Also, my precious but moments then, figurines collection, and oh, my and your, uh, your, your unicorns. Yeah, yeah, my glass unicorns. Yeah. Uh, do you think they're going? They're in Skull's garage because he has a a thing that the thing that with the now nah, i lost the word <laughs> that's okay you mean a it's welder? Not real, don't worry well i'll come back to it i'll okay. make the joke in a completely different context and it won't be funny okay great good so we move on i, I did i did want to point out the snow globe because then billy responds with like oh that's so neat that it snows on bukala it doesn't snow here in the scorched earth wasteland, I guess. So, <laughs> well, in Southern, Southern California. California, but yeah. Well, that's the thing is we've never actually had it officially declared anywhere in the show that they're in Southern California, I don't think. No, that, that and is... And it gets weird later because later they travel back in time to the Old West, which is fine. That still kind of works with California. Where then also they travel back in time and Angel Grove is in colonial times. A welder. <laughs> yeah, a welder. Well. That's, what, that's what Skull has there. Yes. <laughs> Great, good. Or a, a soldering iron sometimes. They're called that... Uh, so, I have a, a quick thing to note, which is that behind, uh, and I will credit this to, to Eric, um, our, our friend of the show, uh, and for pointing out show. that the uh, calendar on the wall in this scene um, shows January, uh, the month of January, and it starts on the first 
which is a Sunday on that uh, on that calendar. Which fucking listen, I don't know how he pulls this shit, but okay, just go with me. The reason I'm mentioning it is because the only year before this was filmed, or the last year before this was filmed, where um, January first was a Sunday was 1989. <laughs> so it is actually canon. It's not. This show takes place in 1989. That's kind That's crazy. of. Yeah, I guess. I mean, like... Okay. <laughs> so we're I mean, this that's been purpose? a thing in two episodes at this point. <sighs> yeah, that's... I mean, that's like... That's confirmation. That's two independent sources. Of course, Skull and Trini. I mean, not cor- Trini. Aisha. You're fine. Of course, they Aisha, always dress... <laughs> uh, they always dress like they're in the 90s, but whatever. Fine. Um, Wait, are they doing like a Fallout thing where like it's still technically the 80s, but it's future 80s? <laughs> I don't know. Also, why is Aisha wearing a lei in this scene? Fuck, what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> She's wearing a lei, a Hawaiian lei, the flower necklace. I'm going to be oh, honest, I didn't even okay. notice. She's yeah. not in any other scene in this episode, and it's not a dress. Uh, like, okay. I mean, just because, Power Rangers... I will say this this episode being taking place in January makes a lot more sense as to why they just arbitrarily are sad that it's not snowing. I guess so, but not so much why they've got lays on. You know, the traditional Do you think maybe there's like Go ahead. Do you think maybe there's like a cut scene where Bukolo is supposed to have like a touching moment with Aisha where he like finds the lay and is like, "Oh, flowers." and then puts it on her? I don't know. But uh so at this point um they they contact Zordon and, um, wait, what happens? How does this happen? The, the welder gets turned into a monster okay. out of nowhere. Zed's- and I think this is the first time that, like, Zed has, like, lightning zapped an item into a monster and someone was physically present to see the lightning hit the thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so lightning hits. and what? But what's weird about this is we don't see Zed saying, like, now I'm going to make a monster. a monster. Yeah, the only way yeah. you know is because Tommy calls them on the communicator and says, Zed's locked on to you. Which, like, how do you... So, are they sitting in the command center watching the viewing globe, watching Zed, who's watching Aisha? Like... <laughs> well, like, Tommy calls to say, hey, Serpentera's getting close. Are you guys done with those fakes? Right, yes, okay. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, there's really no indication of... Like, if you're a little kid and you don't know, like, how... If you haven't really learned, like, how Zed do things, this lightning comes out of nowhere and it's like, oh, fuck, here's a monster. And they talk about the monster being a welder. How is that usually explained in sci-fi when they're like, they've they've locked on? I don't know. Because like, there's I mean, always, like, alarms that, that are yeah, when the target, well, in the, that they in know the that. Center, they have, like, klaxons. They've got those big, like, yeah. sirens that go off. But instead, they just got called. I also think it's funny that, um, like, you're right, though, Matt, uh, Mike, because, like, putties can just come down. We don't need an explanation for putties. But Zed's monster creation method is fairly specific, and they just don't mention it. So if you haven't been paying attention, it's super confusing. Um, but anyway, Weldo. Okay. So, so, all right. So can I share a little story? Uh-huh. I, I, before you do that, Matt, I do want to point out that Weldo is what the actual monster in the Die Ranger was. This is, this is the real monster. Okay. The well, real monster. We'll, we'll get to it. So I was eating spicy ramen when I was watching the episode at this As point. As you do. And this is the point. 
where I was eating spicy ramen and my my jaw just kind of dropped <laughs> and, and snot ran down into my <laughs> mouth because my mouth was just agape because I was so fucking flabbergasted at what I was so watching. So it looks like a shitty robot, but also it has... And I understand that this is part of a, a traditional kabuki costume, this, this wig, this white hair on the top, and then these, like, two... Um, like a ponytail, the, pigtail well, thing. That, that wig is traditional, but the the rest of the body being a robot. No, no, no. Not so of course much. not. But but I get that it comes from a, a kabuki monster in the Sentai. Still, it's a it's a it's a Terminator in a wig. It was, though, yes. What I'm saying is that for me, I immediately think of like this is a robot that's into hair metal. Like this is a robot <laughs> that listens listens to a lot of poison. Is essentially what's happening here. I'm on board. Also. Also, why did the, do they immediately draw the conclusion? Does the robot say it's a welding monster? Why do they immediately draw the conclusion? He says his name is Weldo, so I assume. I mean, they Billy was using a welder five seconds ago, and it got struck by lightning. What? So what is is that? Yeah, what I mean, happened? it's not yeah. super clear. That's it what took, we were saying. It took me a couple rewatches yeah. to figure out that that was what happened. But yeah, that's what happened. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Sure. <laughs> Why not? It's a welding monster, even though it doesn't look like a welding monster at all, and it fires fucking laser beams. Its name beams is Weldo. Where's yeah, Weldo? Where's Weldo? Is the new children's series? Okay, actually, real question: Where is Weldo? Because he seems to be in a completely different. Pl- like, I, I get it because it's because of the director footage. Because uh, he is. Hey, hey, uh, uh, the morphing grid. Oh, sure. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fine. Exactly. Sure, why not? So, um. So they grab, yeah, like we're cutting back between Weldo shooting lasers and the mo- the the rangers reacting to lasers being shot because obviously what again, fuck. still not in the same scene from the source footage. So they grab the the fake crap and just book it. Also, uh, Bukala now has uh like a parasol, a paper <laughs> parasol. I mean, he's had it the whole time. He just hasn't opened oh, okay. it. Yeah, he's using it to deflect the lasers. <laughs> I wish he did. That would be pretty great. Um, so at this point, as they're running away, Tommy, Kimberly, and Rocky, who I want to remind you, have been doing nothing. Like, they're just standing there in the command center, decide that perhaps their friends could now use some help, and they should maybe go. Uh so they morph, and this is that sh- that that uh, that shot I was talking about, where like it took them a while to like they zoomed in, and then Rocky got the cue. Also, as they're running from this laser monster, there's actually some kind of funny like slapstick uh, of them running around and having to come to a stop and change direction as they run around in this construction yard question mark yeah, uh, they are. with with Billy and Adam trying to carry this fake UFO together. It's probably the uh, well, no, the UFO. Here's the thing: the UFO is real. The diamond is fake. No, Matt. The pilot Matt, is fake. Matt, you, the, yeah. the UFO's fake. It's it's a TV show. <laughs> Mike, 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 shut up. Is this is this also the bit where they run through the door in the fence and then uh, Kabuki can't fit through? Yeah, so they just cut to a new shot yeah, when like, it becomes immediately clear. But it, but you the can't thing go is, through the it's door. not a gag. The, the person shooting it must have realized he wasn't going to be able to fit through, so they cut it before. Like, he can't get through it. It's not like he gets stuck and they play it off as a joke. They just cut it before he tries to go through because he can't. 
Yeah, he, and he just sort of, but he does sort of stop there. So, yes. like, in my headcanon, what happened was they were running and they ran through, and then he sort of stops, and then that's how the monster caught up with them. <laughs> sure. So, at this point... Uh, so, there's, uh, there's a shot here where the monster shoots at Bukala, and we actually get, a, like, two seconds of Die Ranger footage of Bukala here, where he gets knocked away by an explosion, and there was a moment in this episode where I, th- I genuinely thought, oh my god, they made up this whole alien monster conceit just to use this two-second clip of Die Ranger footage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they... T- I mean, that they didn't, like, but that's what I honestly thought sure. for like a five-minute span there. Uh, yeah, I mean, they do go to extreme lengths to use all their footage sometimes. But, so, at this point, uh, they... <sighs> okay... At this point, Billy has fucking had enough with Bukala getting beat up. Yeah. He pulls out his blade blaster, shoots Waldo, and kills him. Yeah. Like, this This is one ranger with a blade blaster, and it it does the job. It finishes him off. He's dead. Bukala. Bukala. Don't you ever mess with my friends again. Good shot. All right. Yeah, yeah, no, this is maybe the single most efficient kill the Rangers ever had. <laughs> it's, it's fucking Bukala gets hurt, and Billy's like, nah, fuck this, I'm saving my friend. Takes out a gun, shoots him center mass once, topples over, explodes, and dies. dies. Yep. That's it. Done. It, and Matt, that's what you've is... been calling for basically since, like, the first episode, right? <laughs> yep, glad we got <laughs> that one done. This is the so least, so what you're saying is this is the best time. episode of the show. <laughs> No, fuck off. I think, I, I think this is officially the lowest amount of screen time a monster has gotten on this show. <laughs> no, that that wasn't there that key monster that the, like... Oh, right. The, well, the key monster never fucking fought anybody, yeah. but I forgot about the key monster. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, at this point, they teleport Bukala to the command center uh, so that, like, he can hide while they do the distraction I don't understand why they don't just do it right now while they have murdered the monster. They're doing the thing to sell, to try and sell the, the switcheroo to Zed. They're like, okay, guys, it's time for Bukala to escape. And then they put the fake diamond in. They actually, and they're basically like, gee, I sure hope Goldar doesn't show up and fuck with so us. So to their credit, <laughs> they don't do that, really. Like, they don't do the thing that happens. I mean, they do, they do a better job of it. I'm just, I'm just, I'm trying to sell Right, it. I know, so but I'm saying, thing. like, a lot of times in cartoons for kids where this stuff happens, you'll have the person who's trying to do the distraction literally talk that way. They'll be like, oh, no. And that's not really how they do it. Like, they, mm-hmm. they pretty much say, like, all right, guys, let's get Bukala in there. Like, they hold it together. They keep kayfabe the whole time that uh, Goldar God. is there. So... I, I don't know. I thought that was so. Speaking nice. of which, Goldar like Zed sends Goldar down to steal the diamond. Right. Now that now that they've got know, they're, this, they're trying to do the thing. This fake one. Um, I'm not sure why. And, they... and to their yeah, to the to the credit of both the actors in the show and the Rangers in universe. I mean, they sell it. They really make it seem like oh, we're trying to keep this fucking fake right. diamond away from Goldar. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. So, uh, we've got that. We have a Putty and Goldar fight. Uh, it's. Fine. At some point, Billy like is like, "I'm gonna fuck you up, Goldar," and Goldar is like, "You want me? You got me." And then we, Billy and Goldar fight 
for a little while, which yeah. is kind of. And awesome. I mean, in fairness to Billy, Billy has one-on-one Goldar unmarked. Oh, I forgot before. that. Yeah, that did happen. So this the, this is one of the one of the reasons that this episode is such a cinematic master masterpiece. <laughs> oh boy! In the entire fight, in the entire fight, only one putty gets defeated. Yeah, what? The other ones just go home or what? No, like, no, no. Well, because, yeah, when Goldar yeah. gets the diamond, like he's just like, okay, everybody, we're done here, peace. Right, because that's and that's the goal because they want it to look like the putties are winning, and oh, so I they see. want it, they want Goldar to think he has the upper hand, and so then he takes it. It's um, it's subtle. This episode has layers. <laughs> that's why you got to watch yeah. it multiple you times. See, you keep saying words, but all all I can interpret them as is please break every one of my limbs with an aluminum <laughs> bat. Please, please, please. <laughs> all right, so at Matt, this isn't about your kinks. <laughs> at this point, um. <laughs> No, let's, you know, (laughs) so at this point, uh, Goldar grabs the diamond and he, he's like, ha ha, and teleports away. Uh, and then the ranger's like, all right, let's, we're ready for the next phase. Send Bukla back. Now he can escape. We cut up to Serpentera and I love this because Goldar, Goldar goes, I've done it. And he literally sounds surprised. He's like, I did it. I I did it. <laughs> What's keeping him? I've done it. I brought you the diamond master. Can it be? Did you actually succeed at something? Ah! Now with the power of the diamond, Serpentera shall be unstoppable. <laughs> yeah, Zed's surprised as well. What is what he is says, he saying? Exactly? Says you actually succeeded like, at something. Did you actually succeed at something? <laughs> there we it's go. Pretty great. It's so good. Uh, and yeah. then uh, he's like, okay, so they plug it into the power chamber, which is, you know, a little hole. He just, he just, <laughs> Goldar just kind of has like a power source insertion hole yeah. on the dashboard there. <laughs> it's like, it's literally the gag from Spaceballs about the gas intake in the glove box. Yeah, you know, it's just, it's just like how you, your gas intake is right next to your steering wheel. Uh, well, so- I mean, there's a reason that they chose this exact, uh, this exact alien of all the aliens that are fl- constantly flying by Earth. Because his their diamond fits their, the their diamond power thing. intake hole. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, um, uh, yeah, they plug it in. They Everybody laughs evilly. Uh, we get our goodbye to Bukala. Yeah, Bukala has this tearful goodbye with Bill. And he says, hey, like, and, and I'm not going to try and recreate the line the way he says it. But he basically says, like, hey, you'll always have a home on Bukala. Someday, I hope to see the universe. On Bukala, our home have you always. I won't forget you. And I you. Gift for you now. It's snowing. (laughs) Now, small I must be. In a weird sort of unintentional foreshadowing, they hint that Billy, like, wants to explore the universe. Right, which is what happens. Billy's character eventually goes into space forever. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you think yep. they rewatched the show and tried to figure out some sort of hook? Or no, do you no I don't think they gave that? a okay. shit. <laughs> okay, just they were just like, oh, fuck, that. David Yost is gone. Yeah. We have to write him off the show yeah, somehow. We need to, first, we're going to recast him as an old person, and then we're going to poorly dub him in a in a 
really bad transmission. Exactly. So, uh, but in terms of just in-universe lore, like I actually kind of like how it. They felt yeah. ass backwards into creating this story of like, here's the nerd kid, alien shows up, he wants to go to space one day, and then the end of his story is he goes to explore the universe. Yep. It's a nice Yet touch. another reason why this episode is so great. <laughs> so, uh, the... I'm gonna be honest, I fucking hated this when we started, and Kendall's actually kind of starting to turn oh me Which is funny, because Kendall's no. only doing this to piss off Matt. Like, specifically. No, that is not... I mean, that is... I, I would never do something just to piss off Matt. He's too scary. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, uh, there's one other little detail I almost forgot. When we're doing the tearful goodbyes, uh, Aisha's just like, yeah, and st- fucking steer clear from us. And she plays it off like she was just jokingly yes. telling him to never fucking come back, but I kind of like the idea that Aisha just fucking hates aliens. <laughs> I Also, uh, they're really playing up the fact that Billy and Bukala are friends, even though they've known each other for maybe four for hours like at this point. like maybe 30 minutes. Most. Yeah, it also, also, Bukala makes it snow. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Talk about Christmas magic. <laughs> yeah, Alpha can make it snow. Why don't they make him do it? If, there's, if they want snow yes. so bad. Um, I learned in Transformers that any sufficiently, um, uh, damn it, any sufficiently advanced technology could appear to, to could appear to be magic. That's so, what Mark Wahlberg told me. It's indistinguishable from magic. Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah he, he Wahlberg. said the quote right. I said the quote wrong. It was a good Wait, movie. who did? In the Mark Wahlberg in the newest in the newest Transformers, the fifth uh-huh. one. Yeah. Well, a spoilers and b that's the stupidest thing I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> Wait, have you not heard that quote before? <laughs> have you not heard that quote before, Mike? No, I've heard the oh, quote. Oh, I'm okay. just saying Mark Wahlberg saying oh, that sure, quote in yes, the fucking fifth Transformers movie, which is about fucking King Arthur or some shit. <laughs> like yeah, it's <laughs> about it's about how. Merlin's magic was actually Transformers. Oh, of course it was. I have to go see that movie. All right. It's, no, we don't know you fucking. <laughs> okay. It's like I I mean, I would say if you enjoyed any of the Michael Bay movies including the first one, then I okay, didn't. well then Matt you shouldn't go see it, but Zach should go see <laughs> I it. I won't. I like the first one. It was fun. Yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely better than the you second would. and third ones and yeah, probably better than would. almost better than the first one. All right. Uh so You would. Let's actually listen take to War and Beast for more. Let's yes, there you go. Yeah, fuck check off. Fuck check off. off no, check out Warren Beast where they review the new, no. the new Transformers movie. We're gonna take a quick break no. and we'll be right back. Do you love writing the backstory for your tabletop game characters just as much as the adventure? Ooh, yes I do. How about creating fun, kick-ass, and inclusive characters? Oh, I like that. If you answered yes, then check out All My Fantasy Children, a tabletop character creation podcast hosted by me, Aaron Catano, and my best friend, Jeff Stormer. How cute. Together, with our powers combined, we create a new character every single week with the help of listener-submitted prompts and a variety of cool tabletop games. But where can I find it? Find All My Fantasy Children on SoundCloud, iTunes, Android Play, and on Twitter at AMFC underscore podcast. Every master is telling a story. You're getting together to have a good time and tell a shared story. And some stories don't have ends. And that's okay. Join me, the Moon Rules, at the Master's Studio as we go behind the screens and look into the creative process at the heart of these stories. In fact, I will often, as a GM, let the story override the rule set. Inside the Master's Studio, an Audio Entropy original. Okay, 
Okay, so the Bukula takes off, and uh, Bulk and Skull see it, and I think we missed this somehow. We missed mentioning it, because, well, somehow, because it was an 18-second scene in the middle of, of other things that were like actually important to the plot happening. They had decided how they were going to summon the UFO back to them was to make, like, symbols on the ground with, a ch- like, a, a chalk dispenser, like how they make the lines for football. It's that's not a thing. Yes, it is. Like, yeah, it is. That's how they make the lines for football. They have like a. Ch- no, I mean yes. That oh. no, I mean like for summoning uh, aliens. Yes, I, like okay, that is. Yeah. That is not how. That, that's not how I you summon aliens. You were talking about a chalk dispenser. <laughs> like, no, yeah, me too. That's I'm just confused. I think they're oh, going oh, uh, for. How do you summon aliens? I don't. I don't know. But that's <laughs> not. A, that's not one of the things that. I, I, I remember, know. like, how, I listened to enough know? episodes of Coast to Coast AM <laughs> when I was in high school that I would at least recognize, like, if there was something that lined up. I can't actually remember any of the techniques that they suggested for summoning aliens. But, <laughs> but you don't think this was one of them. But I, I'm confident this was not here, one Here's of them. the thing. I think they're referencing crop circles in some way. I think that's what the yeah. idea is. But... But you, it's not like they make one of the symbols that you see in crop circles because it's skull. So he just like goes around in circles and makes yeah. nonsense. Also, also crop circles is the aliens right. leaving yes, it to that's us. That's the other problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so they're doing this shit and then the Bukala spaceship flies by and they try and to take Bulk pictures tries to take a bunch of pictures and they're going to be bad because that's how this joke works we've seen this specific punchline like five and times also they start taking these pictures about five seconds after the bukla takes off so they've got to be like really really close to the power rangers yeah like really really close to <laughs> that's them. true yeah they must be right there that's a good point um, well they are in like skull's backyard apparently so <laughs> yeah okay fair enough so they cut up to the uh up to I do want to say, I love that, that Bulk says he got them on Phil Marooney, and that's just <laughs> something I like about that. <laughs> just because. It is very important that you pay attention to the scene which direction the camera is facing for a later, <laughs> yeah, for a later scene. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so uh, at this point, um, the, the Serpentera starts running out of power, and they're like, oh no, what happened? And Goldar takes the diamond out, and it's all like ashy and... They realize it was a fake. Um, they watch it's a the, fake. They watch the Bukla spaceship go past. Uh, Zed tells him to shoot at it anyway. They try to shoot at it, and the whole fucking cockpit explodes. And, and that's why they had to do the decoy because if they'd because uh, they probably had just on regular traditional whatever unleaded or whatever was uh, was powering it before. <laughs> they probably had like just enough for like. Some just some basic lasers, even if they couldn't like fly Serpentera and land it on the earth and destroy the city with the energy, they had some basic lasers, so they needed to to take out their defenses. That's why they had the the decoy. I don't have a problem with them using the decoy. The problem I had with their plan is that they used the real space shuttle, yeah, that's, and they that's fight true. right it, next to it. It could and have if somebody blown steps up on it, yeah. It's going to crush it. Uh, also, and Bukala is stranded again. Also, I like that you said it was unleaded, and I, for some reason, just imagined Zed getting swindled by a Volkswagen with their diesel mileage numbers. <laughs> um, so, at also this point- because you know the fake gem had to make the cockpit explode because it is again literally Sonic Adventure Two. <laughs> of course, it is. 
So now Zed decides, how about I turn that other doll they made into a bad version of the Bukula? Why doesn't he just zap Bukula, the real one, with his staff? Right now. Well, why, does he, why didn't he zap Billy if he could zap, like, the garage Billy was in? Like, I guess there's just a rule. What would happen if Zed tried to use his monster creation ray on something that was already animate? I guess he I mean, did. He turned, a fish in, he turned a fish into a monster yeah, at the start. I, so if he'd use it on a person, would it just per- turn into a per- a human monster? Like a- I, I think he just literally cannot do it on, like, sentient beings, and that's it. Gotcha. The thing is, the thing is, Zach, humans are already monsters. Uh, that's okay, as Twilight Zone taught us. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> also just zap, but the thing is, Zap Bukula's spaceship while he's still in it, it turns into a monster. <laughs> Bukula gets ejected into deep space and fucking dies of exposure. Everyone wins, except for Bukula, except for who's dead Bukula. now. I was trying to think of that exact thing, Matt, but you uh, articulated it better than I ever could have. Excellent. So at this point, um,. The Bukala gets big, the evil Bukala gets big. Also, the evil Bukala speaks in the same broken English as the regular Bukala, but he does it in a more growly but voice. It, yes, but slightly eviler. Time it is to mangle some Megazord! <laughs> There's a Megazord fight where the Bukala... That Tommy does not participate in for some reason. Uh, the reason is because uh, the, the Tiger Zord wasn't in the Die Ranger footage yet, but yes, good point. It's it's because it's because they killed Bukula so fast that he didn't have time to yeah, summon his Yeah, this sword. fight is nothing. So I was going to say, so can we talk about it? Because watching this episode also, I started to realize the Thunder Megazord's overpowered as fuck. It kills everything. Yeah, it, it's one of those things where, like, it's, parsh- it's because of the footage, mostly. Though, they have, in this one... It's a monster from Die Ranger and the a Zord from Die Ranger, but the the uh, fight is still like twenty seconds long. Like, and and so what happens is these fights are either super short because they've cut them for footage, or because they had to splice them together. Which means the the Thunder Megazord uses his like kill move pretty much immediately, almost always. Yeah, like in season one, with the the Megazord would like slug it out with the monster and get like knocked down, and they go back and forth. And this one, it's like, oh, I do an attack, I take a hit. Okay, sword time, swing, you're dead. Bye. Admittedly, my my experience with Sentai is fairly limited. I've watched a little over half of uh, of Juoger, which I really do need to finish. Juoger's very good, um, but from what I can tell, a lot of the monster fights uh, is cutting to the cockpit to see the Rangers react to stuff, sure. so the actors can do things. It's like Star Trek. Yeah, which. Like, even bearing in mind, like, which in the first season they could use because the suits matched. Oh, sure. Now they can't yeah. really do that. So so if you remove, if you take the monster fights and you remove everything that they can't use for Power Rangers, there's actually not a whole lot left, even though you've got the sure. footage of the Zord and the monster. You can't cut to the cockpit. I mean, they did ha- shoot their own cockpit stuff, but they yeah. don't use it very and much. Again, and again, at the end of this episode, of it, so. they had the fucking costume. They could have done a monster fight, and they didn't. But that's okay, it kind of. But they could have had, a, like, a ranger... This is one of the right. only times where they could have had a suited-up ranger fight, and they didn't do they it. They might not have the Zord costume. I don't... Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, I've So, I've, I've got I've got two, two thoughts about that. Um, 
So first of all, I'm wondering if the reason they go straight to the uh, to the kill move is because after they revealed their identities to the to the new Rangers, they realized that Zordon's like not as like dead set on his rules, and so maybe <laughs> that whole no escalation thing is probably okay. That's a very good point. I love that idea. Oh, he doesn't give a fuck. All right, sword, get it. <laughs> There is there is one thing that happens during this fight. So I don't know if you all remember way way back early on in season two, there was like a, a a bit where the new Zord was fighting a season one monster, and it like threw out a tentacle, and then the and then we noticed that the tentacle that actually hit the robot was a completely different color. Well, it turns out that tentacle is actually like evil. Yes, it's <laughs> super tongue. gross. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah well it gets sliced off yeah he shoots out a tongue dies. and it's bad it explodes after he gets fucking sliced open like every other monster that fights yeah under megazord is a fucking killing machine jesus <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, that, that is sort of like there there that's something we're kind of getting into is there's a lot of kind of unintentional consequences with the fact that they do have to cut things up so much and one of those is just how overpowered the zord is right. now and just God. So at this point we cut to the uh the, the monster's dead. We cut to the gym and juice bar. And okay, I lo- I know that one of the best ways to just cut to the Rangers is them sparring. In this case, all the male Rangers are performing karate like next to each other but not at each other they're all just yeah they're like they're all doing karate like individually yeah, it just looks silly i, I don't know it's yeah it's it, because it's not out. it's not coordinated or anything so it's 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 kind of like they just told the actors hey just stand in view of the camera and just do karate for like 10 seconds but i'm i bet you that's exactly what they did <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh kimberly runs in and guess what uh, the the previous Rangers wrote them totally. They said they sent them a postcard, and also this is going to be the last time Trini and Zach are ever mentioned. <laughs> and we won't see Jason again until zero zero. I'm sorry, but it's it's ah, God. This sucks. It it especially sucks because like you know that the reason they kept doing this, they kept having like, hey, we got a letter from the previous Rangers. Is you know they wanted kids to not feel too bad about these characters leaving. But they didn't right. really commit to it because, like, they only did it twice. Oh, and also the thing that they had them go do makes no sense to last four years or whatever. Like, like they it needed to be something more permanent than a peace conference, which, I mean, I know it could probably last a little bit, but <laughs> it's not like a forever commitment. I think at this point they were just hoping that the kids would forget. So. Sure. And they did. I mean, they they did, did. I, I did. Shit, I was an idiot. I was an idiot <laughs> kid, though, so I may not be the best uh, case to use. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I talked I talked to, uh, as a kid, uh, I talked about how as a kid I remember the Pachinko episode. I had no idea those were not the original Rangers, because I didn't really watch the show. <laughs> sure. Right. So, so I did. At this point, I watched it pretty religiously, and here's what my philosophy was with Power Rangers, and this is why I was the target market. I knew as a as a six year old that new is always better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so and so yeah, when they got the new Zords, the new Zords were cooler than the old Zords. <laughs> um, now, when we got to when I when I watched the show and we got to Zio, I didn't understand why I didn't like it as much because obviously it was better because it was newer. 
but then eventually he realized, oh, yeah. wait. Then eventually uh, I realized I was too old for Power Rangers. I didn't like Zio because I thought it was imposer shit. Even my younger self was a fucking elitist shitbag. <laughs> so at this point, uh, Bulk and Skull come in. And they've got a sack with the word photos written on it. It's just it. like an envelope. Uh, which, <laughs> yeah, I know, but that's not how you get photos. Like, yes, that actually no, was how you got photos back in the, yeah, in the early 90s. You'd go to these places called guess, Cord Camera, 55-minute photo. Yeah, yeah, you'd go to the 24-hour photo at, at, like, the fucking Walgreens, and, like, you'd get your photos back in an envelope like this. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, okay, it wasn't fine, like a vanilla folder. Yeah, what the fuck? Maybe so, it wasn't. It probably wasn't like as as overt as that. But yeah, you definitely got him back in yeah. a thing that looked like that. Uh, so they they open it up and oh, they took pictures of themselves. Which Kendall, as you pointed out, no, they fucking didn't. That's <laughs> not what what happened in that scene. They definitely took pictures of something. Because as we said, I I watched it twice. And it's not like this is a little camera. Like this is no. this is a big camera with like a foot long lens. There is there is, and I was just motioning to the the length of the lens. So just imagine that I was I was m- moving my hands to demonstrate. The point is, okay, you can clearly see which way the camera was pointing, <laughs> and it was not. It was not towards them. They were not doing. It was not a selfie stick. No, exactly. So that's the episode. I, 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 it's bad, but now that we talked about it, I don't hate it as much as no, I No, this one is I don't still... Know. Wait a second, I figured it out. I figured it out. This is what happened. Okay. So, Bo- Bacala, what's the alien's name? Bukala. Scott Bacala. Bacala. Scott, <laughs> Scott Bacala. Um, he was, he was in the, the original Enterprise, um, in orbit, <laughs> and he was, and he took the pictures of Bulk and Skull, uh-huh. and then he beamed down. Uh, it was, I know that in Enterprise, they didn't have... They didn't have beaming technology most of the time. It was a experimental thing. Um, he beamed down and uh, and switched the photos. Oh, I see. You rolled with that really well. I'm actually really <laughs> so. Can I give my thoughts on this episode? Sure, Matt. When, go ahead. I think, I think we, we know. I them. hope that when ET goes home, he dies on the way back to his home planet. That's okay. This that's character's bad. never seen again, so it's very likely. Yeah, no, bu- <laughs> fucking Bukala. I, I now I want to see a fucking weird ass fanfic of Bukala dying of exposure alone in deep space. <laughs> Just this okay, fucking I mean, kabuki you, I ass monster. I bet you can monster. find that, but it'll. it'll I, I might it'll actually. Be like, is that going to be the first fanfic I write? Bukala dying of exposure <laughs> in deep space. I mean, I'll fucking do it. I was gonna say you could maybe find that, but it'll be erotic. Like that's no, the problem. Well, is that if right. you it'll be erotic for Matt too. Nah, like, let's be real. Actually, I'm not feeling Bukala's design. I'm not. No, I mean you're feeling his death though. I mean, yeah, but maybe not erotically. Okay, good, great. I'm glad you're not I'm turned glad. on by you know, that. You really gotta be attracted to someone before you can murder them if erotically. I masturbate to Bukala dying in this episode. <laughs> All right, uh, so that's the episode. Um, I'm not going to do questions this week, but as you may or may not know, if you follow uh, our Twitter or our our streaming stuff. Um, Mike is a big old fan of game shows. He hosted our uh, right? Jack in the Box stuff uh, that we've <laughs> yep, done a couple Jack times. The, the Jack in the Box. Not Jack in Great the Box. Job, Grandpa. <laughs> Not Jack in the Box. Jack Box. Yes, almost. I almost got it. Uh, and he told me before we started this that he's got some kind of game that he wants us to play. 
So go ahead, Mike. <laughs> I'm kind of bouncing off of your your OC or OG game. This is actually something yes. I've been wanting to do for a while, but have not been able to. I haven't worked up the courage to approach you all to be like, "Hey, let me do this dumb fucking thing instead of questions." Sometime, but I mean, Luke, uh, sorry, Zach, kind of just sort of broke the seal on doing dumb fucking stuff instead of the questions. So hey, why not? <laughs> Good, great. Uh, so awesome. what I've got here is. Well, here, let me explain a little bit. So I've mentioned on here before that my favorite podcast in the world is one called Flip the Table. Okay. Uh, and right, they're actually sure. ending soon, unfortunately. Uh, I do highly recommend Flip the Table. If you uh, – they're, they're a bad board game podcast. Uh, they've been they've been going from like 2012 and they're ending uh, at the end of July of this year in, uh, in 2017. Uh, they're very funny. And it's also – they're also a family-friendly podcast unlike us and – most of the stuff on the network. So if you want a funny podcast the that you can actually you like, talking about? if you want a funny podcast that you can listen to like in front of grandma, you know, where they don't say the word fuck like 10,000 10, times. I mean, she'll still hate it. Yeah, but she'll still be. She won't be mad at you about it. Also, you know what's yeah. you know what's funny? Um, when I went to that free comic book day and did the the board with the audio entropy and stuff, I definitely um told some small children to listen no. to this podcast. <laughs> Why did oh, you fucking do that? <laughs> <laughs> what the Kendall, fuck why? were you thinking? So, so what happened was, so you did bad. The podcasts that I do are, I mean, with the exception of War and Beast, are mostly are mostly all ages friendly, and I feel like the type of people that would listen to them would would be an older audience, or they would, or if parents are responsible, they wouldn't they wouldn't just ha- just put on a podcast for their small child that this creepy guy at a at a mini comic book convention told them about, <laughs> but this, but this, but I was like, yeah, audio entropy. We've got a oh, bunch of stuff. No. And there's this little kid and he's dressed as the dino charge red ranger. And his mom's like, do they have any power rangers? Oh, podcasts? No. Why? So I said, yes, I am confident. I am confident that, that they never listened. I, got I hope not. better hope they never <laughs> fucking oh, God, listened. I hope not. Jesus oh, God. Christ. Kind of didn't realize what I was no. doing at the time. Or maybe I did. That? And it was intentional. I don't know. <laughs> All right, sorry, Mike, go ahead. What I was wanting to get to is that Flip the Table, something special that they did is that they end every episode with something they call the Battle of Wits, which is essentially just one of the guys, whoever picked the game that they cover that week, uh, puts together a little game that they play, and it's just kind of a fun way to cap off the episode. And so I am borrowing a game that is one of my favorites from theirs, and it's called the eBay okay. game. So what I have done is I went to eBay, and I went searching for... Just kind of the dumbest Mighty Morphin Power Rangers related things for sale I could find. Okay. Yeah, so how this game is going to work is each of you are going to take turns being in the hot seat. You're each going to get six turns in the hot seat. Uh, the rounds are going to go on and the price – they're going to be worth more points as we go along. Don't worry. We'll, we'll fucking figure it out. Okay. okay. Uh, but basically the gist of it is each of you is going to get a turn in the hot seat and I'm going to describe an item – to the player in the hot seat. Okay. I'm going to give them the name of the item and then a little bit of extra information. And I must emphasize a little bit. I'm not going to give you a lot to work with here. Okay. okay. What I'm, what I'm going to ask you to guess is the buy it now price of the item. Oh, and I did the research two okay. days ago. All right. Okay. okay. So, this is yeah. the, so this is an asking price, not, not a selling price. Yes. This, this okay. is, this is the buy it now the price. It I ignored now, yeah. the, I ignored the auction. I, I ignored any of that. This Completed is the buy it now price. Sell, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just no, no shipping or anything. Just the buy it now price rounded to the nearest dollar. Okay. After the person in the hot seat guesses, I'm going to ask the rest of the players, do they think the actual buy it now price is higher than their guess or lower than their guess? Okay. If the, if the other players who guess higher or lower, if you get it right, you get the point. If you get it wrong, the person in the hot seat gets the point. 
So that's a bit of emphasis for the person in the hot seat to try and get as close as they can to the correct answer. Okay. Also, if you're in the hot seat and you get the uh, correct answer, not only will you bank all the points from that round because everyone else is automatically wrong, I'll give you a five-point bonus. Okie dokie. Yeah. And that's basically the long and short of it. It'll make more sense as we go, I promise. Okay, who goes first? Well, Zach, you're going to go first. Fuck, okay. And I have deliberately arranged these uh, from least funny to most funny. So these are going to start out pretty mundane and then get pretty fucking weird as we go. Okay. So, Zach, your first item to guess is a set of 13... These are all real. These were all real things on eBay. Okay. uh, Not up for auction, up for buy it now. Okay. uh, When I did my research two days ago. All right, so you and these are all Mighty Morphin Power Rangers related. I went to the I went to the listing there and I just searched Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and I looked through everything that came up and I grabbed anything that seemed interesting or stupid. Okay. Okay. So, so Zach, your first item. A set of 13 vintage 8-inch Mighty Morphin Power Rangers monster figures. Okay. Here's the extra info. The included monsters are two season 1 putties, Bones, Sockadillo, Rhino Blaster, Perantis Head, Finster, Lord Zed, Squat, Goofish, Guitardo, Scorpatron, and Hornito. How, how those last two big? Those last two are the uh, are the monsters from the movie. Okay. Give me one more second. And none of them are in their packaging. These are just thirteen loose eight oh, inch okay. Power like Rangers mint. monster okay. figures. These these are vintage. These are from back in the day. Did I put right. But they this are unopened. <laughs> Say what? Did I put this auction up? Because I think I own all of those toys. <laughs> I mean, maybe you did. Uh, I mean, so what? what is the buy it now price, Zach, for 13 vintage 8-inch eight uh, opened Mighty Morphin Power Rangers monster figures? $40. Okay, $40. Uh, Matt, do you think the actual buy it now price is higher or lower than $40? Higher. Luke? I'm also going to go higher. Kendall? If he'd have said two hundred, I would have said higher. <laughs> they're not in the all box. Right, well, they're, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. They're not in the box, but they're all right because the actual price is. One hundred and ninety dollars. Fuck me, that's crazy. <laughs> Again, it's the asking price, so they're all going to be crazy. Oh yeah. Jesus! Okay, man, I was think- if I was thinking two hundred, I was pretty close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you would have been wrong if you guessed higher, though. I'm sorry. Right, right, yeah, yeah, technically, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. All right, Matt, your first item. It's your turn in the hot seat. Matt. Your item is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Tour the Shuttle Zord with Electronic Sound from 1994. Okay, describe it to me. I need to know. Well, the only extra info I have for you is that it's mint in the box. Okay. Tour the Shuttle Zord. So a mint in the box from 1994, Tour the Shuttle Zord with Electronic Sound. Wait, can can I ask you this, like, the... The one that like would fit with the Ultra Zord, or or the or a different one. I don't know. You don't I know. deliberately okay. took down very little ah, information. Excellent. Um, do I get extra points if I say higher before Matt says what the number <laughs> is? <laughs> okay. No. Uh, I'm gonna guess a uh, hundred dollars. Okay, Matt's guessing a hundred dollars. Zach, do you think it's higher or lower? Higher. All right, Luke. Higher. Do you think it is higher? Okay, you think it's higher? I have already said higher. <laughs> you sure did. And the actual price is $180. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was expecting more. That's about what oh, I By the way, Eric, uh, for this bit, can you like 
can you can you like like who wants to be a millionaire this shit like <laughs> add some tense music to the background and then like play a noise when I reveal the actual price or something <laughs> just just make this all exciting and shit please thanks buddy <laughs> yeah thank you in advance Luke ah uh-huh, yes it's your first turn in the hot seat okay your item is a first print copy of Hamilton Comics' Mighty Morphin Power Rangers issue number one. Okay. What's the, And the only extra info yeah. I have for you is that it is from 1994. Okay. And the comic is not sealed or anything, but it does come in a plastic sleeve. Okay, so not sealed, but it's an original print. First print <sighs> copy, Hamilton Comics, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers issue number one. I'm going to say... 175. All right, Zach, higher or lower? Uh... Lower. All right, Matt, higher or lower? Lower. Kendall? Ah, it's in the dollar bin, so lower. (laughs) (laughs) All right, the actual price is $129. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I went yeah. a little too high, but I mean, yeah, I'm still shocked, though. I, I, I think like, I've been closer than anyone else on their guess. I think you have yeah, so been, far. Yeah. It's an a- it is an asking price, right? I, yeah, sure. I maintain that there are many copies of that in dollar bins across the country. Oh, I have Probably. no doubt. But people are comic. stupid. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I'd <laughs> never heard of the brand ha- Hamilton Comics. So, and when I googled Hamilton Comics. It just came up with Hamilton, the musical fan <laughs> comics. <laughs> nice. I thought, yeah, because I thought the Power Rangers comics were Marvel in the, in uh, the 90s. They're, they're, apparently, it was a mini series. I just looked it up. Yeah, yeah. They, okay. uh, a few different companies have printed Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comics over the years. That, that to me, is part of the fun of this game, is that it's not, what is this thing worth? It's, right. what is what some asshole on eBay, asking, eBay yeah. trying to get for it? Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, so Zach, it's your second turn in the hot seat. Wait, Here's uh, your second item. I don't Kendall get a turn. Go? Yeah, Kendall gets. Oh, to go. Kendall. Oh, I'm sorry, Kendall. I forgot. Okay, <laughs> my bad. Kendall, your first item in the hot seat two issues of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers official magazine. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Yeah, that's right. What? Two issues of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers official magazine printed by Saban. The extra info I have for you is that of these two issues, one of them is actually the premiere issue, the cover of which teases a special sneak peek at the upcoming VR Troopers. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Okay. So, I did recently, I, I do occasionally look at prices on uh, Rolling Stone magazines, because I frame Rolling Stone magazines and hang them on my wall in the room where I try to be cool. Uh, <laughs> doesn't sound like you're succeeding. No, that's super cool. Shut up. Go ahead. Um, but, uh, uh, so I'm going to say, see, if it was, sell, I'll bet that they would sell for 50, but I'm going to say 100. Okay, Zach, do you think it is higher or lower than $100? Oh, my soul really wants me to say lower, because it'll hurt if I say higher and I'm right. Uh, oh, Lower. All right. Matt, higher or lower than $100? Higher. Fuck. Wait, what? Well, I we just know it's going to be higher, but I'm... I couldn't say it. <laughs> Luke? <laughs> uh, $100. Um, I actually think that's probably about what it is, but I'll say higher. All right. The actual price is... 
$175. Fuck oh, my wow. butt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, sorry if I'm being a little slow, because I'm also keeping score as I do this. No, so, it's uh, fine. No, <laughs> clean up the dead air a little bit, would you, Eric? Thanks, buddy. I'm not, le- well, no, I'm not learning the, my lesson the is the problem. music's for. Yeah, yeah of course, of <laughs> right, course. You really right. aren't. Like, people are stupid, <laughs> Zach. Huh. Uh, okay. Speaking of Zach, now for reals, it's your second turn in the hot seat. These okay. are still we're still in the first round. These are still worth one point apiece. Uh, by the okay. way, the current score is currently Zach two, Mad and Luke each at three, Kendall at four. Oh fuck! Okay, <laughs> you're bad good. at this, Zach. I mean, maybe you'll get better yeah. as we go. I don't know. Okay, but okay, your second item in the hot seat. Two original set blueprints from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers season one. Oh wow! These are that's fucking cool. Yeah, these <laughs> are the original blueprints for building sets. Zach, do you want Mike to okay. link you to that eBay auction afterwards? Yeah, after this, <laughs> no, right you have now. to find it on your own. It does come okay. with a certificate of authenticity from uh, the show's prop master, Mark Richardson, who is someone we should probably do a profile on at some point. Zach, yes, yes, yeah, um, keep that. We name. also should okay. do a profile on John Stewart because his name's John Stewart. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I've always wondered about that. Anyway, go ahead. But what you, what I should also tell you is not only are these the original set blueprints for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Season 1, they are specifically the blueprints for Ernie's Gym and Juice Bar and the Hallway of the oh School. Oh my god. Oh my god. What is the uh, buy it now price? $500. Higher. <laughs> Kendall already says higher. Okay. Matt. I'm going to go lower. You said 500 Luke. Zach? I said five hundred. Gonna say lower. The actual buy it now price for two original set blueprints from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers season dollars. Nine hundred and twenty-five dollars. That's that's too much for me. I I, I legit. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be thousands. Yeah. I, I think you're overestimating how much people would want this specific right, thing. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. really cool. I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, like, that's too much. like shitty pictures of Usagi uh, in the Sailor Moon cells go for like that much. So. Yeah, I would pay that yeah, much for a Sailor cells. Moon thing. Don't. I don't want to hear you suggest <laughs> okay. that Sailor Moon is equivalent to Power Rangers. I'm saying that there are people who are willing to spend the same amount of money on Power Rangers. There's as people who suck. Sure. You're right. <laughs> All right. Before, before this gets too far, Matt. It is your second turn in the hot seat. Here we go. Two vintage Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Green Ranger and White Ranger cardboard standees. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. So these are two vintage cardboard standees, one of the Green Ranger, one of the White Ranger. The only extra info I have for you is that in the listing, the seller warns that the two standees can only fold in half, so the package will be very big. Mm. <laughs> Just like the swords. Yeah. <laughs> the package is very big. <laughs> $150. Zach, is it higher or lower than $150? I, I feel like I'm being tricked. Ah! Like, <laughs> this... Uh, hi... hi. High Lower Okay Luke I'm gonna say higher Yeah I'm gonna say I'm gonna say higher But I don't think it's like I think it's much much higher higher, Yeah Well your instinct is correct 
it is $175. Yeah. God fucking nice. I got close. I think that's the closest yet. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you did. You did get really, really close. All right, Luke. Yeah. Your second item in the hot seat. Mm Mm-hmm. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers first season actual script. Oh, shit. Signed. Yeah, an actual first season Mighty Morphin Power Rangers script signed by all five original Power Rangers actors. Oh, wow. Which episode? Yeah, yeah. Now, here's the thing. The uh, because she is deceased, the description makes a point of emphasizing that Thuy Trang signed it because there are a finite number of items in this world that she has signed. Okay, okay. Sure. Uh, it does come with a certificate of authenticity from the aforementioned prop master Mark Richardson. Okay. And okay. the episode in question was Peace, Love, and Woe. What is the okay. buy now price? Okay. Um. Gosh, that's a pretty big one. I'm gonna say. <sighs> Seven thousand. Okay, Zach, higher or lower than seven thousand dollars? Lower. <laughs> Matt, higher or lower <laughs> than s- higher or lower than seven thousand dollars? Fuck, that's a good guess. I'm gonna guess lower. Kendall. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking this was this was more like the one thousand dollar range, so I'm gonna say lower. Oh, I think what the fuck? I think this thing's. I think seven thousand is probably really close. I think it might even be. I don't know how much scripts cost. Well, yeah, well, I don't either. But signed by yeah, all the five, fact that it's an though. official script signed by every original cast member seems like it'd be a pretty big get. Well, you're all kind of right. The actual buy it now price two thousand three hundred fifty dollars. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's, really? That's that still seems... that's a lot of money. But also, it's I a mean, really it's bad show. I mean, it's a certain amount of so. money. But like, <laughs> the thing I'm very quickly realizing here is that uh. That this shit's ludicrously overpriced. That doesn't seem that unreasonable no. <laughs> by comparison. Like that seems like yeah. Like I would not want that, and I don't have the kind of money that I could use spend that much. But if I were in the market for something like that, I would be willing to pay that much money for it. The thing, the thing is, I don't know how I would display a. Yeah. Like I don't think I could display. Well, a I think you'd probably just have fun. to frame the the page that's signed, right? Yeah. I will say yeah. probably the reason this one feels the least inflated. As I was picking these bids, I was not going by how legitimate they looked. I was going by how funny or interesting the item was. Sure. And I will say, of all the stuff I've talked about so far, this one did seem the most on kind the level. Shady. Like this is a this is oh, a person okay. or a company who regularly resells these kinds of things. I gotcha. Gotcha. So. This isn't someone trying to clean out their attic. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. it's it's not someone. I found this in a fucking closet. Right. It's not someone trying to sell their Princess Diana be- beanie baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Kendall, your second item in the hot seat. A Mighty Morphin Power Rangers collectible figure series, rare Aisha figure. Oh. Huh. Now, here's what's weird about this one. It's three inches tall, and it stands on one of those, like, you know, one of those plastic planks that, like, you know, small plastic soldiers stand on. So it's not like an action figure that can bend or anything. It's literally just a small standy figure. Can, can I ask, is it a figure of the Yellow Ranger, or is it a figure of Aisha? That's what I was about to get to. This is what makes it weird and what makes it kind of a rare item. It is not of the Yellow Ranger. It is specifically Aisha in a yellow huh. dress and black shoes. Huh. Yeah, I don't I don't know that I ever had any toys of the Rangers, like not. Yeah, this is up. this is so not that's... the yellow this is not her morphed or anything. There are no weapons or anything. This is just a small three-inch mm-hmm. toy figure of Aisha in her civilian clothes. So I remember when when these 
the 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 three inch tall statuettes were pretty popular um, in like the mid to late nineties. Uh, so this is something that's it's rare, but it probably was produced decently. Um, I'm gonna say, but also it's a weird item. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say fifty dollars. Zach, higher or lower than fifty dollars? I'm gonna say higher. Matt, higher. And Luke, ah, uh, higher. It is in fact five hundred dollars. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> You see, I was expecting like 150 yeah, to 200. I, by the way, I want to be clear. <laughs> these reactions are not. I'm not like fucking punching these up. I just can't believe you are a man who has never tried to buy collectibles <laughs> off of eBay. Apparently not. This that is also part of what I like about this game is. So Flip the Table started doing this less often as time went on because they kind of became veterans of guessing dumb eBay sure, bullshit. they got good at it. But like, yeah. yeah, this this is part of the fun of it is you guys, you have no fucking idea how wild this shit gets. At least I don't, apparently. Yeah, I, I have a vague notion because I've tried to buy Yu-Gi-Oh cards on eBay. There you <laughs> oh, go. Yeah, right. I've, I've sold a decent amount of stuff on eBay and I also, uh, retro the Retro League, uh, one of my favorite podcasts, does a segment called Caveat Gamer where they... Uh, go over the worst deals in retro gaming on eBay. Oh, nice. nice. Okay, well, that kind of makes sense that you have experience with this because our current scores now are Zach and Matt each at six, Luke at five, yeah. and Kendall's in the lead oh, with shit, seven. The- oh, dang. Okay. Yeah, you fell behind <sighs> a little bit, but here's the thing. We're going into round two, and so everything's going to be worth two points Oh, shit, now. is it the lightning round? Bonus points. Say what? It's the, yeah, we're family feud rules. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm, I'm definitely family feuding this shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, so Zach, this is your third item in the hot seat. Okay. Collection of all five Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Alien Rangers action figures. Oh shit! Oh. Wait, there's five. These fig- there are like three Alien Rangers. No, there's five. There were five. Yeah, there were five. Uh, three here's of them the, talk. Here's your, the only three of them talk yet. <laughs> so here's your extra info. The figures are not in the package, but they do include all of their original swords and guns. And the listing also specifies the White Ranger still has her original skirt, which is apparently a problem for people trying to collect this particular set most of the time. Okay, gotcha. It probably was cloth, so it didn't, like, stay on. Okay, uh... Also, keep in mind that the the Alien Rangers were on, like, a week, so there was probably, like, 20 of these made. Right. I think we looked it up. I think there's, like, 10 episodes of Alien Rangers, and that's it. Five hundred dollars. All right, Matt, higher or lower than 500? Lower. Luke, higher or lower than 500? Uh, lower. Gotta go for broke, higher. All right, the buy it now price of the five Alien Rangers figures. $371. Nice. Come Nailed on! <laughs> the fucking one Aisha figure was $500? <laughs> <laughs> people didn't like the Alien Rangers very much. Also, uh, Kendall was wrong, so you got points. Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> All right, so, Matt, this is your next item in the hot seat. And I th- I, th- I think I'm, I'm really glad that you got this one, because I didn't arrange these with, like, the people in mind. I just have X number of questions. What the fuck are you about to give me? <laughs> okay, Matt. The Dragon Dragon porno bag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Matt, I have for you 
Four? Bad dragon, indeed. <laughs> oh, God. God damn it. I have, for, <laughs> I have for you four factory boxes of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Series oh, 1 no. trading cards. Yeah, no, there they are. From 1994. Yeah. Yes, these are four factory boxes of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Series 1 trading cards from 1994. So, uh, factory boxes, they're sealed? Like, it's all. Uh, here's the extra info I have. Each factory box has 36 packs in it. Each pack contains seven Power Ranger cards, one Power Foil card, and one Power Cap. It did not specify what a Power Cap was. Now, now are these yeah, good uh, maybe you don't know it's a this. Pog. Are these just trading cards, or are they part of a trading card game? These are just trading cards. Okay. To my knowledge, these are just trading cards. Yeah, I'm confident that a, that a Power Cap is a is a Pog. That's absolutely yeah. That I remember sense. my '90s terminology. All right. Okay. So, with that information in mind, I'm going to guess three hundred dollars. All right, Zach, higher or lower than three hundred dollars? Lower. Luke. Uh, higher. How many boxes? Four. At thirty-six packs each, uh, each one having eight cards and the power cap. Okay. Yeah, definitely lower. That kind of thing usually sells for like twenty to thirty dollars a box. <laughs> <laughs> the actual buy it now price is one hundred and thirty-six dollars. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So Luke, yep. Your next item, and I think you're going to be happy you got this one. All right. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers twelve-inch Goldar plush. Hell yeah. <laughs> With, with, and this this is the item description with movable battling arms. <laughs> <laughs> Does it say battling or battling? It says battling. <laughs> unfortunately, I'm Lord Zed of this. Got my battling <laughs> arms and a VR trooper guy. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers 12-inch Goldar plush with movable battling arms. The info I have for you is that it is unopened and it is from 1995. Okay. It's unopened. Shit. Okay. Uh... Now, to be clear, I saw the picture. This is not like a sealed package. Like, okay. it's an open box like dolls will sure, frequently sure, come Sure, sure, sure. I know what you mean. Um... Yeah, but it's still in the box. Okay. I'll say 300. Zach, higher or lower than $300? Le- <laughs> lower. You really had to think about that one. Matt, yeah. higher or lower than $300? Lower. That stupid Aisha Kendall. thing is throwing me <laughs> off. Yeah. Because, like, cause like, the thing is, like the Aisha figure, this is something that they probably didn't produce that many of, but also, like, there probably isn't quite as much demand for it. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say lower. I'm gonna have faith in humanity. It is indeed lower. One hundred dollars. Damn it! Oh, that is that is okay. no. Goldar deserves more. Goldar <laughs> does deserve more, but he's not gonna get it. All right, Kendall. This is a fun one. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers: The Album, A Rock Adventure. Oh my god. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The extra info is what makes this interesting. This listing has no picture and almost no information, but the album is listed as being in 
acceptable condition. <laughs> acceptable condition. Is it, does it say, so, so there's no additional, so we don't know if it's a cassette tape or a CD or a vinyl? Nope, I couldn't figure that out. It is, <laughs> it's a bad <laughs> listing. So Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the album, a rock adventure in some form that is apparently in acceptable condition. What is the buy it now price? Uh, Two thousand dollars. Sack. I see. I the thing is, I think that Kindle might be onto something because if it's a, that bad of a listing, those often do have some insane fucking buy it now price. Like, but I still don't think it's going to be two thousand. So I'm going to say low. All right, and Matt. I'm going to say. Hmm. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go higher here. This listing is so fucking shit. I'm not gonna give it a benefit of the doubt. Okay, and Luke. Lower. I think if they were trying to swindle people out of that much money, they would put a little more work into it. Yeah, they could have tried a little harder. Uh, the buy it now price is $134. Okay. That's still so much for that. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. God. Yeah, I didn't either. I've never heard All right, of it. so we are still in the second round. These are still worth two points. Our current score. Zach at 14, wow. Matt at 12, Luke at 9, Kendall at 13. Shit. Wait, how did that happen? I'm bad at You this. were good at guessing. Because the scores are weird. Okay, just, just trust fine. him. you got to bear in mind, the first the couple rounds were worth one point a peach. Sure. A peach, a piece. And some of you wound up on odd numbers, some of you wound up on even Ooh, numbers. Peaches. All right, go ahead. And in the box, Ivan Ooze action figure from 1995. Oh, God, yes. Hell yeah. Please. It's all I Hell want. Yeah. yeah. So I have a news in the box action figure from 1995. The extra info I have for you is that the figure is apparently from a line of dolls called Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Full Space Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm assuming there's no there's no information about if it's mint condition or if it's simply nope. just in the box. Nope, it was in the box. Okay. I mean, there was probably that information. I didn't write it down. Yeah, 300 bucks. Okay. Matt, is it higher or lower than 300 bucks? Gonna guess lower. <laughs> okay. Luke, is it higher or lower than 300 bucks? I'm gonna say lower. Lower. Uh, the actual price is... $80. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I kind of figured that, like, movie stuff would have been, like... Produce like there'd be a ton of that shit. Yeah, you know? I, I feel like Ivan yeah, is is that true. is that yeah. uh, it's a mix of he's probably not in super demand, but also yeah, it was the movie, so there were a gajillion of them. Yeah, that's that makes sense. Matt, your item is a Tiger Electronics Mighty Morphin Power Rangers handheld LED game. Tell me what this thing looks like. Uh, have you have you ever played those old um like there were like no, the no, versions I mean of this specifically no shut up I mean specifically what this one looks like I may have owned this fucking thing <laughs> I don't have the picture handy anymore but it was it was Damn just it. it was another one of those like Tiger Electronics things like they made one for Sonic they made one for Mighty Max yeah they were super shitty and awful but I played them anyway because they were cheap I had like a Power Rangers one and like a one on one Dalmatians the extra info I have for you in this one is that it is still in the box okay I'm gonna guess. $100. Okay, Zach, higher or lower than $100? Please, God. <laughs> lower. <laughs> Luke? Um, mm, higher. 
Not much higher, but higher. And Kendall. Uh, first, I'm going to say higher, but also, Luke, uh, please add Snake's Revenge, the Tiger Electronics uh, handheld um, Metal Gear oh, game man, they made to uh, the Let's Plays. <laughs> Tiger Electronics game? I need that. Please please add that to the Let's oh, Plays. Uh, oh, you got it. I need, to, I need to own that. <laughs> well, owning that might be a bit tough because the actual price for the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers one... Is a hundred and thirty-seven dollars. Yeah, Fuck that's about me. what I thought it would be. Uh, Pretty good at getting close-ish to yeah. these things. So upsetting. <laughs> those things are. Those things are bad. They're <laughs> they are garbage. I may very well have owned this same fucking Tiger Electronics Power Ranger. I think bullshit. they are something that people collect, though. Like, yeah, I think so. I, oh, yeah, sure. it makes sense as like a collection item. I guess I, it's just. Ugh. They're so shitty. <laughs> Sorry about that. I just had a I just had a really bad sneezing fit. Now my arms are all tingling, and I'm I'm like, Ooh. oh god. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. All right. Please I don't got... die before <laughs> you finish this not game. To. No promises. But okay. Uh, I believe it is Luke's turn. Yep. All right. Your next item is a vintage Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie bus poster. No, sorry. What now? <laughs> the, like the <laughs> a vintage. Bus I'll, I'll explain it. I'll explain it. A vintage Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie bus poster. It is the, it's one of those advertisements that you put on like the side of a bus. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. Now here's the thing. This particular one that's for sale was made but never used, so it's so never it's actually been condition. on a bus. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. So it's a good condition. I kind of want. Yeah. See, that. on one hand, it sounds like a really cool <laughs> thing to own. On the other hand, it sounds like a very unwieldy thing to own. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. It includes headshots of all the Rangers. Okay. It has big bold letters: Power Rangers the movie and the release date of June thirtieth. Okay. And the poster comes in two pieces. Okay. Gosh, this is a hard one. Um, yeah, that's tough. I, I don't... I'm going to say... 600 Okay, Zach. Higher or lower than $600? I think I might go higher. Yeah, yeah I could see it being higher. Matt? Going to guess lower. I was, I was thinking more in the $200 range, so lower. All right, the actual buy it now price? $149. Shit. Fuck, I gotta get on Nailed eBay. It. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kendall, it's time for your next item. All right. This is a sealed copy of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers for the Game Boy. The Game Boy? Ooh. Yeah, huh. sealed copy of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers for the Game Boy. I got Mighty Morphin the Power e Rangers for the movie for my Game Boy from a vintage gaming shop, but it did not work, but I was too lazy to take it back. That actually ties into <laughs> the extra information I have for you. The listing actually displays a YouTube video of gameplay footage, but it is gameplay footage for the one based on the movie, <laughs> which is a different game from the one being sold here. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a just a Power awesome. I thought there was only the Power Rangers, the movie Game Boy game. I guess it would make sense that no, they were both. No, yeah, there, no two. there were two. There was a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and then a yeah. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers so the it's, movie. So it's, ba it's like the Sega game. It's a fighting game, probably. Damn it, there's no Tiger Electronic Snakes Revenge for sale on eBay. <laughs> no! There's a lot of NES cartridges, but none of the Tiger Electronics. Um... Oh, that'll happen. What? Uh, so what? So a sealed, a sealed, sealed copy, copy of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers for the Game oh, Boy. Oh man, I'm gonna say one hundred dollars. Zach, higher or lower than a hundred dollars? That even feels high. Low, I'm gonna say lower. I feel like Game Boy shit was everywhere, like just production wise. All right, Matt. 
Take us lower. And Luke. I'm gonna guess lower. Okay. About to be like well, $10. Well, Kendall, you just made bank on that round because... <laughs> Buy it now price is $400. What the Fuck wow. that noise. I, this game looks like garbage, too. I'm watching it on YouTube. <laughs> and that's probably why it's so expensive, because it's a sealed copy of a terrible game that didn't sell very well. Sure, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so with Kendall just blasting ahead just there, the scores are currently Zach at 14, Matt at 18, Luke at 15, and Kendall at 25. Jesus. Yeah. So we can like stop playing. Is there a now, final right? round? How's there this is, work? There is a final is round. There's a final we'll round that's worth so many points that every round before it was pointless. Yeah, it's a game <laughs> show. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, Zach, your next item, and I, I believe we are still in two point territory here. Okay. Okay. Uh, your next item. Oh wait, no, we are not. We're in three point territory. Oh, there are two. Right. Uh, there are two go rounds left. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Zach, your next item. <laughs> Is a Green Ranger Funko Pop prototype from San Diego Comic Con 2016. Interesting. It is just solid green. There's no paint on it because it was a prototype. And the listing says it includes the black bag that it came in. <laughs> huh. Wait, somebody like jacked this thing? I just Google for? image search Funko Pop prototypes and it's the most horrifying thing I've ever <laughs> seen in my whole life. Oh my god, it's terrifying. <laughs> uh, it's a Funko Pop. Um, I'm going to say... <sighs> I don't know how much rare Funko... Like, I don't know. I don't have a... Like, I don't really have a frame of reference. Uh, 300 bucks? Matt, is it higher or lower than 300 bucks? It had better be fucking lower. Luke? I'm gonna... Mm, the prototype part's really messing me up. Um... I'm gonna guess lower. What is there to fucking prototype with a fucking Funko Pop? They all look the goddamn okay, same. <laughs> uh, so I recently helped uh, a friend rescue his uh, various collectibles from a flooded basement, and another friend was convinced that he was gonna retire on the value of his Funko collection. So Oof. I for how much? Did, what did he say? Like a few hundred? It's uh, it's over a thousand. Wow! Really? Alright. I hope the actual buy it now price for a Green Ranger Funko Pop uh -oh. prototype. $1,495. Wow. I would not expect that. Shit. Yep. Oh my god. These are hold on, fucking... hold on, hold on. I need to throw something oh, for community. These are haunting. <laughs> are you fucking serious? <laughs> They're really? dolls. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Zach is, Zach is posting fucking Funko Pop prototypes for Sonic, and it's terrifying. It's the scariest thing I've ever <laughs> They're seen. They're just not fully painted. <laughs> I don't like it. I I am so over the anti-Funko uh, Pop shit. Who cares? They're just oh toys. Right. I, I, I collect Funko Pops to a degree. Yeah. yeah. I think that, I think as, as always, I think some of them are fine. So speaking of who could care, Matt, your next item... Oh, is shit. an autographed, matted, and framed 8x10 of Jason David Frank. <laughs> oh my god. Great. Holy shit. Okay. The information I have for you 
is that it is a black and white photo. Oh, shit. And the listing insists that autographed photos of JDF are rare. Although <laughs> I don't personally buy that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's I think true. That man, <laughs> I, I, I think that man orders food at a restaurant and signs the plate. Yeah, I love but you, JDF, but like... But you gotta remember, yeah. it's it's the asking price. Yes, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So for price here, I'm thinking three thousand dollars. <laughs> Zach, higher or lower, lower than three thousand dollars? How much of a con man do you think this guy is? Not that much. Lower. Luke. <laughs> I think lower, but probably still in the thousands of dollars range. So I would say actual value of a random celebrity that goes to conventions autograph is like closer to fifty dollars. Yeah. Um, and so I'm very glad that Matt chose an obscenely high number so I can comfortably say lower. If he just said something like $500, then I would have had to think about it. Yeah. It is indeed lower. It is $150. Okay. All right. Wow. That's, That's way more yeah, reasonable. Yeah, that, that man is actually not all that much of a con man. Yeah. I will say... Uh, as I went down the listings, I found many, 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 many more signed photos of Jason David Frank asking for a lot less. I mean, I've got a signed copy of the comic that Eric sent me, and like he sent me a video, and that dude had hundreds of people signed up to get their shit signed. Like, I don't think they're. Yeah, that I mean, he's not. He's not a recluse who rarely signs yeah, things. He probably thing. charges. I mean, he literally he probably charges twenty dollars for a signature or something like that. Yeah. Speaking of which, Luke. Yeah. Your next item. Rare vintage Mighty Morphin Power Rangers sled. Whoa, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I don't know what I thought the last word was going to be, but it wasn't that. So yeah, rare vintage Mighty Morphin Power Rangers sled. Additional information. The item is used... But in good condition, mm -hmm. although it does have a slight crack in one of the Ooh, corners. Okay. Well, that takes a, that takes a good thousand dollars off. What does a sled <laughs> even cost? <laughs> like twenty bucks? Thirty? Thirty okay. bucks? Okay. I'd um, imagine this is like a plastic sled. It's not like a yeah, that's what I'm or like wood. a or something. Yeah, not like a flyer. Right? It, it, it is, is a plastic called? sled. Not rosebud. It, it okay. did seem like it was big enough to hold like at least two or three kids. Okay. I'll say uh, that crack really. Are they? Surely they wouldn't ask a lot if it's cracked like that. Um, I'll say a hundred bucks. Zach, higher or lower than a hundred bucks? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna admit that I sort of tried to cheat, <laughs> but but it didn't work because when I googled that, all I got was people just selling the the base that the Thunderzords fly on by itself, <laughs> like like lots of that. God damn it, uh, Zach. What You're did he say? the integrity of the eBay game. I'm sorry, I, I didn't, I failed. So, what so he was too busy trying to cheat to hear what, to get the information. I think he doesn't yeah, get the information. Yeah. Okay, uh, then I'm gonna say lower than whatever he <laughs> oh, said. Oh, oh, I found the Snakes Revenge Tiger Electronics for 15 bucks. Get it. <laughs> oh, Fantastic. Get that shit. Matt, higher or lower? Um, higher. Kendall? Um, and we said 100. I'm gonna say higher. Oh, the listing ended! Nerds. All right, the buy it now price is $62. Oh, well. All right. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Kendall, I got a fun item for you here. Okay. 
Mighty Morphin Power Rangers game cartridge for the Super Famicom. Ooh, wait, car- wait. Yeah, you heard me. You heard me fucking right. This is not a Zoo Ranger game. This is the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers game. It's not even the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. It is the original vanilla right, ass the, Mighty the, Morphin Power Rangers the, game. Yeah, Lo- Japanese version for, for the, the Super Famicom. For the Japanese loose, loose card. That's right? bizarre. Yeah. Loose card. Yeah, that okay. is. That is that's, that's Mighty Morphin Power Rangers for the SNES, but the mm-hmm. Japanese version. The extra information I have for you is it does include the original box and instruction manual, but it is not sealed. Okay, so it's so it's complete. You call that complete in box in the vintage gaming world. Um, okay. I did, recently, it is complete in box. I did recently purchase a copy of Super Mario World for the Super Famicom, as you can play them uh, on the uh, Retro Trio. Uh, and it's way cheaper uh, to get Super Famicom games. I'm gonna say, yeah, it I'm is. gonna say, Super but it's complete is. in box. I'm gonna say twenty dollars. All right, Zach, higher or lower? See, he's right because I did this. I bought a bunch of uh, yeah, Super that's Famicom like actually like a super reasonable price. Two, but recently because uh, they are in fact way cheaper than the SNES versions for some reason. But the fact that it's the Japanese version of the Americanized version of Japanese... Like, I bet there weren't a lot of those. I'm gonna say higher. Alright, Matt. I'm uh, gonna say higher. But it's close. And Luke. Yeah, I'm gonna say higher, but sub 100. Well, mm, It is $850. No! Oh my god! What the fuck? <laughs> What? <laughs> so I mean, you were close. Twenty dollars is right near eight hundred and fifty. <laughs> no, that's not even kind of vague. What the fucking fuck? I mean, that <laughs> does seem like a weird. Th- like, I'm kind of surprised that exists. To be honest, yeah, like eight hundred. Yeah. Also, also, so it, it, it's a could people sell games for lots of money? Sure. sure. Yeah. So uh, there's one more set of turns left, and then I've got the super special final question. Okay. Right now the scores are Zach twenty nine, Matt twenty four, Luke twenty four, Kendall thirty one. No oh, jeez. And if someone else at home has been keeping score and I counted wrong, I'm sorry. I'm human. Anyway, <laughs> it's like at midnight that we cut out some of the stuff. Zach. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Yellow Aisha and Pink Kimberly, nine inch dress up dolls, two pack with bonus ornament. Um. <laughs> the extra info I have for you is that each and, and these are like these are just like dolls. These are like Barbie doll ass dolls. Sure. And each of them comes with their ranger uniform with removable helmet and their blade blaster, in addition to a civilian wear dress and a purse. And this is all for each of them. These are the the full yellow set, okay. the full pink set. The pack also comes with a Christmas ornament shaped like the combined team power coin. Okay, that's what I was going to ask is what the ornament was. Um, Okay, that's pretty cool. I bet they didn't make a lot of those. (sighs) 600 bucks? 40% of the audience was ladies. All right, Matt, higher or lower than 600 bucks? Lower. Luke? Uh, Lower. Yeah, I was thinking more in the 200 range, so I'm going to say lower. The actual buy it now price? $90. Fuck! <laughs> because because See, they, women. They surprise you, don't they? Because they're women. I'm bad at this. Girls don't <laughs> buy toys. 
Matt. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to stop saying these is a fun one because I would just be repeating myself because the rest of these are fun ones. Your okay. final hot seat item is a rare, sealed, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers cork board from 1994. Wait, what? What? It is a, it is a, it is a piece of cork board, you know, like you uh, hold pieces of paper to with thumbtacks. Except it's got the Power Rangers oh on the front. Oh my god, I would have loved well, that. Yeah. I had like six cardboards in my room growing up. I got the fucking wild card of wild cards, apparently. Okay. <laughs> yeah, now it, is, it does make a point of saying that it is rare and sealed, although th- the listing does admit that there is some slight damage to the back. Okay. Gotta do an evaluation on a fucking Power Rangers themed corkboard now. Um, <laughs> that's where my life's at. <laughs> yep. Okay, that's fine. Um, three hundred dollars. Okay, Zach, higher or lower than three hundred dollars? Man, I have no fucking idea. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> uh, higher, Luke. Uh, lower. Uh, yeah, lower. All right, the actual buy it now price for rare sealed Mighty Morphin Power Rangers corkboard from 1994. $160. Hell yeah. Right. Damn it. Yeah. yeah, like, I couldn't, I had no fucking clue. <laughs> I had no fucking clue either. I just winged it. All right, Luke, you got my favorite item out of the bunch. Okay. A brand new. All right. Sealed. Mm hmm. Vintage. Mm hmm. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Red Ranger. Okay. Twisty Straw. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought it was going to be like condom or something <laughs> like that. That's so pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, the only information I have for you is that it is just, it's a Twisty Straw. It's a crazy straw. Right. Uh, it goes through a plastic Red Ranger helmet. Okay. And it is from 1993. I'm going to say $40. Zach, higher or lower than $40? Lower, please. <laughs> Matt? Lower, please, for the love of God. <laughs> I'll say higher, just for the sake of argument. Ah! Oh my god. It just seemed like the kind of thing that was weird enough. (laughs) Somebody would ask some some awesome amount. Maybe the part where I'm coming at this wrong is I assume that like the collectability of it is a multiplier. And a bendy straw is such a like low value to start with that I don't care how high the multiplier is, it's not gonna be (laughs) that much. I will say this same person was selling two of these. Okay. Great. Good. Okay, Kendall, your last turn in the hot seat, and the last turn anyone gets in the hot seat before we go to the final round. Uh Uh-oh. Your item is 14, all right, 14 Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie Legacy White Ranger Falcon Zords. Holy shit. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) 
14 of them? 14 of the same toy. 14 <laughs> Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, Legacy White Ranger Falcon Swords. Listen, I'm not li- making this same listing 14 times. I'm not fucking doing it. You can have all of them or you can have none of them. <laughs> Fuck the, off. the only additional information I have for you is that the listing points out that these were once Toys R Us exclusives. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Great. That's all did I got the, for you. Did the Falcon Zord retail for roughly the same as the Tiger Zord and the Dragon Zord? I think it was cheaper. I have no idea. I, I want to say it was like $30. It was like $30, so it was a little less yeah. than the other ones. Okay. I'm going to say $1,400. Okay, Zach. Higher or lower than $1,400? <laughs> Wait. So That's $100 a piece. or 14 there were 14. Okay, I thought there were 13 and you said 1,400 just to fuck with me. Uh, (laughs) Higher. Higher. I'm going to guess higher because who the fuck makes a listing like this? Alright, and Luke? I'm going to say lower because I don't think they more than tripled the retail value of the toys. We're talking. We're talking. Somebody who made a listing for fourteen of the They're same. They're selling it in bulk. It's a new. It's a relatively toy. new thing. It hasn't. Yeah. It been that long since it was commercially available. I. I don't know. I'm thinking it'd be, be closer to like a thousand than fourteen hundred. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I guess. Yeah, we'll see. So the the buy it now price for fourteen Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie Legacy White Ranger Falcon Swords. Three thousand dollars. Oh wow. wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah alright so the scores as they stand now before the final round Zach's at 32 Matt's at 33 Luke's at 36 Kendall's at 43 Wow. cool I thought it was closer yeah. than that so be- because I do want to make sure that everyone's at least still in this game <laughs> I'm going to make this last one worth 6 points but the five-point bonus for hitting it exactly is still in play. Okay. okay. Well, actually, no, I should, I should make it worth seven points then. So seven points, but the five-point bonus is still in play. So, Zach, if you nail this exactly, you win the game. Okay, fine. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. You all still have Skype open, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. You are all going to guess this, and I want you each to send me your answers individually. Okay. In okay. So that – so we're all you're all going to get this, and whoever gets it closest to the actual Buy It Now price – I'm assuming we need to DM you on Skype. Yeah, basically. Is this Price is Right uh, rules? Okay. No, it is not Price is Right rules. Okay. It's whoever's the closest, uh, and you can go over. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, here's the thing. This is this is only worth seven points. So, you know, if you if you get the five-point bonus, Zach, then you'll take the lead. Sure. Uh, but that's basically the I, – I think – yeah, that's basically the only way anyone other than Kendall can win at this point. Okay. Oh, okay. But like, it's still possible. You know, it's you guys can possible. play for second place. You guys can play for the home uh, version. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Sure. Yeah. So here's the item that you will all be guessing individually for: complete Mighty Morphin Power Rangers toy collection, 213 pieces, all from 1993 to 1996. Oh my God! Wow. All right. Complete Mighty Morphin Power Rangers toy collection. 213 pieces, all from 1993 to 1996. So here's the oh, info I have for shit. you. This is a collection that the buyer has apparently been putting together for yeah. like two decades. Yeah. <laughs> it is a massive collection of rare and vintage Mighty Morphin Power Rangers toys. Too numerous and varied for me to list here. But there is a ton of them. There do not seem to be any repeats. 
Some of them are just weird off the wall obscure stuff. Like there, I think there are vintage bulk and skull figures in there. Just all kinds of just classic Mighty Morphin Power Rangers toys. There is a ton of them. And I will also tell you that this collection was the single most expensive Mighty Morphin Power Rangers listing I could find. Sure, I bet. Yeah. So, with that in mind, gentlemen, give me your guess for the buy it now price for a complete Mighty Morphin Power Rangers toy collection. 213 pieces from 1993 to 1996. All right. I'm going to laugh if Zach just, like, fucking Googled. (laughs) No, I didn't do that. Okay, now that I have each of your answers, just to make sure you weren't, like, you know, bouncing off of each other. Gentlemen, let's read off your answers. Zach, what was your guess? $25,000. Matt, what was your guess? Fifteen grand. Luke? I guess I lowballed it. I said ten grand. And Kendall. Uh, $14,987. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted it right. to be below 15. I wanted it to be. I really thought it was about 15, but I wanted it to be slightly lower and slightly lower than $14,999. So. Sure. The actual buy it now price for this ridiculously expensive Mighty Morphin Power Rangers toy collection. Is thirty thousand dollars? You didn't get it exactly though, so you don't win the game, Kendall. Still, I know, but I still got the, I still got the question. That's yeah. I mean, that's ev- The idea is that's literally one of all toys right. that exist. I, I from, understand. You know, I, I, when they when they say it took, probably took them like a decade to complete that collection, I fucking believe that. Yeah, that's crazy. That probably actually took like a tremendous amount. Also, of work I bet nobody finalize. buys that off of him. I bet he's yeah. just stuck with that shit forever now. I can't imagine someone just decides like, you know what? I'm gonna start a Power Rangers collection. Let me start with all of it. Right. That's the problem. <laughs> like. You don't. That's not how you start a collection. Is you just buy everything. If it's a buy it now, he could keep it up there for a year, and somebody sure. might. Or, I mean, really, when you're talking big ticket stuff like that, you want to go to like Christie's auction house or whatever. The yeah, like you wouldn't do it through eBay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, Mike, thanks for doing yeah. that for us. That was fun. Well, thank you. Um, I, I hope you all had a good time. If uh, mm-hmm. so, real quick, out to the listeners, we've been doing some weirder shit lately let me know if you like us doing that stuff or if you kind of want us to stick to the old format either way is fine i'm curious to hear feedback uh check out teenagers with at or fuck check out (laughs) audioanchovy.com where you can find other cool podcasts uh like war and beast with kendall um like you know lots of stuff totally reprise uh i don't know yeah and when you do do that don't tell fucking small children to check out our shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. God. What the fuck? And, uh, and Kendall, thanks for coming on. And that's going to do it for us today. Um, for Teenagers with Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Mike. I've been Luke. Oh, Kendall. I've, I've, I've been Kendall. And go to KendallCast.Ninja. That's my website. <laughs> and may the power protect you always. Yeah, that's fine. I don't need to sign off. That's just, that's perfectly oh, Matt, okay. Matt, 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 I'm no, sorry. Say it. it. Say it now. You usually put the guest last. Yeah, that's what threw us second. off. That one's on you, Matt, that you told Kendall to go when you hadn't gone we yet. We had a fucking sign off order. <laughs> I do usually put Kendall we, we last. You're right. That's my sign off order. Yeah. I memorized <laughs> that I was supposed to go after Kendall. Oh. May the power protect you always. <laughs> Alright, I'm just gonna put that in. Damn. God damn. <laughs>
Apocalypse. 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 Ap